Hello and welcome to episode 9 of season 3 of Les Odrons. I'm Dan and we are back. Yay! Back for the January. Shut up. Wait until you are addressed. Wait until you are introduced. <laughs> Women, know your place. <laughs> exactly. Now, now get back to the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Um, no, uh, should we start that again? No, no. Fuck no. it. Let's just... Keep going. Uh, we are back for January um, because we took a break for Christmas, etc. Uh, anyway, I am joined, as always, by uh, Fliss, Ben and James. Say hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Hello. Excellent. Right. I'm pleased that Fliss jumped the gun on all of that and ruined the intro. Um, actually, I'm just so uh, excited was... to be back, Dan. It was a slightly strange experience for me doing the Patreon yeah. the other week where you did the intro I and I felt like, I felt very, well, firstly, very judgmental. Very but judgmental. I felt very, <laughs> yes, but I felt like I was sort of on the outside. It was like, uh, it was like standing outside the podcast, looking through the window with my, I was going to say little nose, my like quite well fucking sized nose. Going, oh, can I have a <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 yeah, hmm, what? Like a uh, little match girl, you know, the Dickens story. Did you feel like uh, a marzipan dildo? No. Uh, that also, I don't know. Have you, don't have you frozen? My, oh, my, yeah. my, my, like, just like the my Dickens novel. My analogy was very sweet and pure. I, I don't know about yours. I'm pretty sure there was no marzipan dildo in Dickens, was there? <laughs> no, there wasn't. Which, which Dickens novel contained the marzipan dildo? If you know, please get in touch at... Um, Les Odrons, yeah, no, don't um, It's been super duper busy uh, over uh, Christmas and New Year with lots of perfume I even started trying to make a spreadsheet about <gasps> all the comings and oh, goings Oh, well, I tried, I tried I tried I could have sent tried, you my shell No, I don't need the... It's not the structure that I have problem with It's the actual fucking being asked to do it And I got about like ten lines into it and was like, fuck this so uh, I haven't bothered. Um, so I, flashbacks I, to data entry jobs when you were a student. Mm, I quite like a spreadsheet. I'll be honest. I I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy data work. It's all good. But um, but no, when it comes to maintaining buying and selling of perfume, it all, all it it sort of felt like I was like having the mirror held up to me in a really like vindictive judgmental way like this is the size of your problem oh, I know. um and <laughs> so yeah it was i just found it was easier to not do that yeah. um but there were a few things i don't think there's anything super worth mentioning um oh i got i got ripped off again <laughs> again i mean it's it's usually okay but um i bought a i bought a a, a fake on ebay which was very uh so irritating so dull. <sighs> well, it was a Bodicea, oh, well, actually. Um, I didn't even know they really? made fake Bodicea. Yeah. Nor did I, and yes, more fool me. I, I can't even be asked to go into it, but it was disappointing. Um, interesting perfume from me. Uh, I tell you what's been a bit of a revelation has been Killian Dark Lord. Okay. Have you, mm. have you yeah. tried that? I mean, he's he sort of, as, as the name would suggest, it is kind of dark and, and rather magisterial, but it's like a really 
dirty leather vetiver sort of thing. And it, it, it's a bit like if Ted Hermes uh, sort of stopped listening to fucking disco and got into black metal or something. It's like the doom, <laughs> the doom version of, of Ted Hermes. I'm really enjoying that, weirdly. Um, and the other thing, I think, uh, I bought these, um, which you can't see because this is a podcast, but these are... Uh, Sandalia. Uh, uh, you were talking about yeah, this or Sardinia, yeah. something. I don't know. It's. Uh, I think the the brand is uh, Aqua de Sardinia, or sometimes known as Sandalia. Um, and the Perfume Playground have uh, like an eBay outlet shop, and uh, they these like they retail normally for like 180 quid and they just sort of uh, uh dumped a load of kind of testers on on their outlet store for like 30 quid each um and so i just bought like three of them uh, and they're actually really good like really decent stuff um like a little bit derivative but they all smell like really decent quality perfumes so they were that was quite a nice sort of little uh achievement i, I mean it's not really something worth chasing around for i certainly wouldn't pay 180 quid for them but then there's very little i would um and i've sort of i don't know i can't think of anything else interesting perfume wise most of the interesting stuff we'll talk about in part two um so um but anyway it, it is what it is um fliss um, You've not smelled anything, have I you? I haven't. I kind of, I got in the in the in betwixtmas between Christmas and the New Year. No. I got no really ill. No, 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 no. Twixtmas, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah, that that's that is like uh, that's almost Holly like bobs. a sort of shoot. In the Twixmas of Hollywood. Oh bobs. my god! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel actually physically ill at the word Holly bobs. You know who says holly bobs, don't you? Who? Cunts. <laughs> Just like fucking total cunts. Well, I know it. at That's... least three listeners that will literally uh, message me privately when they listen to this and go, <laughs> you cunt, you said holly bobs. So that's fine. Yeah, I'm quite okay. happy with that. Yeah, yeah, good. I good, have good, good. Them. I, th- I thought you were going to say people were going to message you saying, Am I a cunt? No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Because I use the word hollypop. No, hello, Gary. Dan says I'm a cunt. <laughs> I'm just saying hello, Gary, because uh, I know he's going to be the first one that does it. Um, I'm with you, Gary. I'm with you, Gary. It's fucking, it's, it's, it's a criminal offence. People have been sent to prison, I think, for a lot less than saying Well, anyway, uh, in between Christmas and New Year, I got sick. I was in bed for, oh, my God, nearly 12 days. It was awful. Um, and I had no sense of smell. And it's only taken me until the beginning of this nick this week to really begin to get it back. So I've got nothing to report, which is handy because I believe that some people have got quite a lot to report. So I'm just taking one for the team. It was all meant to be. Mm. <laughs> it was all meant to be. Yeah, yeah. James is uh, James is like doing press ups and up. limbering up because because. Uh, because we all know the full 14 ain't no fucking 14. I mean, uh, what what we into? Triple digits yet, James? Uh, must be something around there. He's, he's, he's chewing his glucose. <laughs> he can't stop he's chewing. chewing his glucose sweet. He can't hear. Now he can't speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting some energy. For it. Yeah, it's some kind of AMS or whatever it's called. 
Uh, hearing old spit in my mouth is disgusting. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. Honestly, you've got to be some kind of real pervert, like, to be into that. Um, anyway. Yeah, sorry, I'm eating nuts. Yeah. You're eating uh, nuts? No, but... Is this... Yeah. So you've got um, energy for the full shitload? Yeah, I need the protein and such. Um, no, there's like 35. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I'll tell you what. If, um, if, I'll try and do it as quickly no, as possible. No, you won't. I don't have to do them all. I, t- I don't have to do them all. Um, but I am going to kind of lament on uh, stuff that I've worn a million times, that you've heard about a million times, like uh, Anteus. And Savage. I'm just going to go on a massive riff about that. <laughs> and, yeah, and I know Savage yeah, and sorry, stuff like that. I'm, just gonna, I'm really going to dig in on them. And then the new stuff, fuck me, it's going to be like 15 minutes per. <laughs> this is going to be the longest podcast just we'll, we'll have to t- we'll have to take it in here. turns to sleep guys and keep lookout uh <laughs> yeah. during james's uh yeah. extended 12 hour set I'll, try, I'll get through it as quick as i can but i feel as though i'm kind of a bit like well don't have a fucking break then because they're gonna pile up and they've got to be they've got to be released somehow mm, yeah and this is right. how they're coming out okay tonight, well, well, tonight guys i feel like i'm at the gym yeah so should we should we yeah. maybe get Ben's out of the way first before we get into this full <laughs> shitload? Because uh, I feel like uh, p- perhaps this could be um, an all-consuming uh, uh, full XXX. Well, I was sort of similar to Fliss actually. Like I can't remember the last time we spoke for a podcast, but I had COVID over Christmas as well. So and I, but I only lost my smell for three days. But they were a depressing fucking three days. I tell you, I, I was like, it was just horrid. Um, but I did buy a few perfumes, actually. Um, God. Did I speak about Purple last time? Or, or you said I, that it was like a really big yet? fucking bottle and you just wanted to have it in your little tiny hands because it was so fucking yeah, big. Yeah, I thought we it's spoke a bit about dirty, it. Yeah. So I bought Purple Oud. You're a bit like... Yeah, well... Yeah. No, it's not. Like. <laughs> um, but then I bought um, a couple of bargains after that. One of them was really good and the other one not so. But, but one of them I've talked about. So I bought Le Pavilion Door. Um, I bought a partial bottle off eBay. For 50 Wait quid? For 30 pounds. 30 pounds. 30 pounds for half a bottle of Le Now, Pavilion I was Dor. watching that, and then they, the seller put out an offer they, for 30. And, it and was I fucking you, snapped it. Because I literally, yep. <laughs> I got the offer through, and I tried to do it for 30 quid, and it was already gone, and yep. it was you. Oh. I was, I was sitting there next to my phone, had some mates over on like a Saturday night, and I got it through, and they were like, what are you buying doing? I was perfume. like, buying a perfume. That, I'm, I'm so pleased <laughs> I went to you, because after that conversation that we had in the last episode about like everybody in the perfume in you know the, the, the collecting knows each other it's it's yeah, curious yeah. to me and it just proves our point that i was watching it too <laughs> yeah. you got it i'm happy for you yeah if you don't want it anymore i'll take it off your hands for 25 she's not happy I'll for you it for that uh uh floriku that <laughs> yeah. you got yeah it'll, it'll serve you floriku uh, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Um, and what else? I'd say the other one I bought, um, which was another absolute bargain. I never would have bought it um, had it not been such a bargain. Um, but it came from the same place as the Purple Oud. It was the Dior Sakura. Now, I've looked at that for ages because I had Rose Gypsy and I quite... Uh, no, Rose Kabuki. And I and I really liked that one. And I thought, well, I wonder if it's a bit like that. I'll try it. Fucking hell. Have you ever... Have, has anyone ever smelled it? Dior Sakura. Don't bother. Oh, no. It's... It's phenomenally boring. It's, it's 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 very good, and it's very nice, but it is phenomenally boring. It, it 
you knocks it out of the park. You've not smelt anything so boring in your life. It's it's basically like it's the like, world heavyweight champion of boring. It it really is. It's almost like like a, a very faint rose water, but it does have a really nice element of like um, it's got mimosa and a lot of musks in it. I actually I recognise a lot of the musks from um, you, you, James when you sent us the materials. One of those musks, there's a shit ton of that in it. And I think it makes up like 90% mm. of the perfume, <laughs> actually. Um, and after about 10 minutes... I'd probably love it, though. Uh, do you know what? It's beautiful. But it's so yeah. boring. It's 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 a, it's a bit of a contradiction. I'm not gutted that I bought it. Um, I got it f- for a ridiculous price, like less than a pound a meal. I figure anything less than a pound a meal for like that sort of thing is happy days, right? So I was quite happy with it, but... I would never probably have bought it if I'd have smelt it first, if you know what I mean, um, just because it's just phenomenally boring. But it's, but it's also really good. Mm. Um, well, I, I have smelled it, and I have no recollection of it whatsoever. doesn't surprise me. So it's, it, I, in fact, I bought yeah. it a few days ago. I smelt it a couple, like two days ago was the last time I smelt it, and I'm struggling to remember it to describe it now. It's... I say it, it's it's very forgettable. Instantly, like very powdery, very soapy, super skin. But that's the scent. kind of thing that um, at the moment I'm kind do you remember, of like, I'm having um, a bit of a clear out at the minute. And things like that where you go, Yeah, it was cheap, but it's just clogging up my cupboard or my whatever. And I'm really clearing out that kind of stuff and just going, even if I just sell it for a tenner, I would rather not have it in because it's it's stopping me seeing all of the great stuff that I've got in my collection. And so at the minute, I'm really, like, weeding out all of that boring shit. Well, that's commendable, <laughs> but it's absolutely... That's but I'm, very I'm, nice, I'm already, Liz, like, you twitching just listening off. to that. Yeah, <laughs> <off>. <laughs> not, not, not my big deal <laughs> bottles, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking that Sakura, do you remember... Um, it's, is it kind of like the old factory equivalent? Do you remember... Um, the Father Ted Christmas special when they get stuck in the uh, lingerie department and they, <laughs> they have to make an announcement on the thing and they get that guy, I have a very boring, monotonous <laughs> yeah. voice, Ted. And that guy like, speaks on the microphone. It's kind of like the equivalent of that, really. Yeah, it? it's it, it's really nice, um, really nice. Um, a little bit oversweet if I was going to be like heavily critical of it, but it's just like so boring. It's I can't think of a time where I would want to wear it. That's the strange thing. Um but hopefully I'll find one. Anyway, so that's what I bought over Christmas. Um, I smelt a bunch of other stuff, but we'll be talking about that later. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's the sort of stuff I bought. Purpleude was good. I like that. So I can't remember if I talked about it or not, but I did like that. And the poo- poo- Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Very nice. Um, but again, we spoke about that. So yeah, nothing to report. Move on. Wow. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's quite. like, that that high energy that is 2024 yeah. Come on. that is fucking brilliant it's a good job we've got james yeah. actually now isn't it uh yeah yeah exactly well, fuckers you're all like oh i couldn't smell anything no, or i've I, had I covid could, or i've been in bed i've smelled really about three perfumes i've had covid like three times now i think and I, that's the first time i've lost my sense of smell and fucking hell man i like i just it was so depressing. It was it, so yeah, depressing. It, is, it, it was is. unreal. Um, it's, it's very miserable. Although I could clean up the cat shit very easily. That was magic. But everything else, super depressing. Well, you know, uh, every uh, every, uh, every dark cloud. cloud has a silver lining. Um, well, they reckon that's why, um, what's his name, um, 
Michael Hutchins uh, asphyxi wanked himself to death because uh, he lost his sense of smell, didn't he? I, I'm always going on about this. Are you? Do you not know about this? Uh, I, have I not mentioned this on the podcast before? I don't think I so. I actually found it fascinating. I kind of made a slightly flippant, like, trying to be amusing comment then, but I actually, I watched a documentary about it. It's a brilliant documentary. Right. And it's got, like, Kylie in it hmm. and stuff. And everybody that ever met that guy was like, he's, you know, they might have taken the piss out of him or didn't like his music or whatever, but they were all like, he was a really nice I fella. think I'm sure I've seen um, that documentary. Oh, It's really yeah. good. No, yeah. I have. Yeah, and he had his, like, troubles and whatever, but one of the major things was that he lost his sense of smell. He had, like, a car accident or some kind of weird accident, and he lost his sense of smell. And they said his personality literally changed like that, like, over even, like, just a few weeks after losing it. And he, he felt... Like, there was some psychologist on there saying you lose your sense of self. Mm. Um, when, you, when you lose your, your sense of smell, it can really affect people. And apparently that was what... And it can lead to um, behaviours like taking more risks and stuff like that. Again, not trying to say that that was anything, mm. but, but that can be a factor as to why he would suddenly, you know... Because um, he never did drugs, because his brother was, like, mm. junkie and stuff, mm. and he, he never did drugs. And then all of a sudden he was like... I'm going to do fucking heroin and shit. So, you know. Um, wow. Yeah. And do obviously do with, you know, sex things and stuff that ultimately. Mm. Yeah, on did on a sort so, of related so, note, so, yeah. on a sort of related note, this idea of like risk taking and stuff, um, you know, like people who do all this fucking like daredevil shit, like, I don't know, fucking free climbing up like oh, enormous God. buildings where, you know, the. Yeah. Or, I don't know, jumping over canyons, whatever stupid fucking idiotic shit they come up with. Um, and apparently it's not because they are thrill seekers as such, it's because they do not have the right amount of risk aversion in their brains. So it's not like they're going out of the way to find crazy stuff to get their pulses up. It's just that they don't have the bit of their brain that says this is a fucking stupid idea, um, which I thought was quite interesting. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I'm obviously missing the part of my brain uh, that would tell me that collecting all this fucking perfume is a stupid idea because it just keeps accumulating. Um, and I feel like I've now worked my way up to the full... 35 35 can, can i chuck a question out there before we start yes so a friend of mine came over at christmas right or during christmas like around about a time and um he's he doesn't really do perfume but he's he he like he smells mine every now and then and he, he you can tell he kind of quite likes it but he's not really into it but he's whenever i like say i'll smell that he's actually like Oh, this is really nice. Really like it, sort of thing. Well, he bought, no um, one ever goes. I fucking hate perfume, do they? Right? Yeah, right. So he's a normal human. He's a muggle, mm, basically. Yeah. Like, he's a completely normal human. He's got the right, uh, the appropriate response to perfume. <laughs> yeah. right? um, um, <laughs> uh, and he bought his, uh, uh, I think his girlfriend's mum, some Chanel perfume for Christmas. Um, and so he got Bleu de Chanel, like a sample given to him from like over the counter, like Boots or whatever. And he was like. I really like it, but I'm aware that it's like, you know, mainstream shite. So what can I do about that? And I was like, so the, my straight to mind, I was like, well, I'm not really the right person to ask, but I would say Roger, like Elysium, um, 
But I thought it might be worth chucking out to you guys to give maybe a better answer or even like if you want to write in i feel like that was a backhanded compliment i'll take it i'll take it Uh, why i don't mean like that i just mean it's not that's not the sort of thing i I, like i think uh, i'm winding you up i'm winding up i i i think uh, the elysium parfum is is a good suggestion it's it's very easy likable sort of grapefruity sort of thing um but uh you know if you like Bleu de Chanel, wear Bleu de Chanel. There's nothing wrong I, I with it. It's a good fucking design. perfume. I did actually say that. Say that. I was Chanel like... Is, yeah, it's designer. But there's a lot of other crappier designers. And sh- a lot of the stuff that Chanel puts out is really actually very good. And if he's a muggle and doesn't want to spend huge amounts of cash on it, suggesting a rosier is like... Uh... So just let yeah. him wear <laughs> exactly. Bleu de Chanel. Yeah, yeah. de Chanel is what we might call it. Blech. But... I mean, I, I, so I did actually say that. I said, like, do you know what? If you like it, why don't you just wear that? But because I think he was asking me because he was expecting me to come out with like, oh, what about all this like exotic wild shit? And instead, I was like, don't nah. Know, actually. No, <laughs> I, I, like, I think it's a fair call if you like it. Where, um, although, um, oh, that was a, a, a Chanel. I bought a Chanel over uh, Christmas for the second time. I bought Le Lyon. <gasps> Ah. <sighs> I'm still not sure. It's fucking it. phenomenal. Don't be a dick. It's a great perfume. <laughs> I just don't know if I like it. Give it to me then. It's amazing. I ain't giving you shit, fam. What as if? Like fucking. Uh, I've got a good deal on it though. Uh, nearly two hundred mil. Two hundred mil bottle, basically full. Uh, for 180 quid. Oh, that's not bad. Which is what I paid yeah. for my just... regular size, the little bottle, I think, from Harrods. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. it's an amazing, amazing perfume. I just think it's phenomenal. It, and, and it's so obviously not Chanel now. It's so against everything that the Chanel released. For me, it was just like, whoa, what are you doing? You know, you look at their lineup and it just sh- not just shouts out, but sings. As a as a piece of real kind of audacity for me. Nice. Go, go on, James. Did you buy it new? Sorry, did you? No, say I, I no, not new, new. I got it. I no. got it. Um, I got it second hand, but it was nearly full. So. Well, this all this never play retail. Sometimes it can come back to bite you because you buy a fake Vodacea. Yeah. I was going to have some like, yeah. chat about Le Leon, yeah. but no. No, the, no. Sorry, no. I was actually going to. Sorry, I was going to go. He's going to go back to the blur, uh, the blur, and say, uh, I think you, I think your mate should get the EDT because I don't like the EDP particularly, and I don't like the Parfum. Um, so I think the EDT, the original EDT of Blue de Chanel, is a mm. good perfume, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it. Zingy, smells I, good. I quite like it. Yeah. I don't own it because, you know, it's for fucking nobody. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I'm only kidding. Um, I don't no, own I don't it because it's just for because... cunts. <laughs> I actually do own a bottle of it, um, uh, Well, good for you, is it the EDT? Yeah, is yeah, the, yeah. I've got, I've got. You know I mean, that one kind, of, <laughs> that one kind of sparkles. I've got the EDP. The others, Sorry, like, what is this shit? No, I. Yeah, I mean, I might the, be the wrong. Posh one. Yeah. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. Sorry, and then coming back to Fliss about Le Leon, you know what I think about Le Leon. Yeah, you love it. I feel exactly the same way. 
I love it. I don't have it, but I'm probably... I mean, it's not going anywhere, is it? I don't think. So, no, you know, I'll get it one it, day, it's, maybe. It's not going anywhere, um, and that's that's part of the thinking about why I previously sold it. Uh, on, on the whole, uh, I will sell things that I'm on the fence about if I'm sort of confident I can pick them up again and, you know, not going to have to fucking sell a kidney to do so. Um, I, just, I just think it's, yeah. it's the most... Uh, oh, I think oh, it's the best oh, oh, oh. Chanel release for Aeons... I think it's phenomenal. I love it. Okay. okay. So now it's the full 35. Oh, so I wore uh, Celine Cologne Francaise, yeah. which uh, was so fucking long ago, I don't even remember what well, it was. So loads of them. It, cer- like it certainly that. won't have well, lasted no, 35 I, days. I mean, you'd be lucky if that one lasts 35 minutes. Yeah, it doesn't last very long. Okay, it's a kind of, uh, is it like a white floral citrus fucking cologne type yeah. perfume? Yeah, I mean it's a good one. It smells nice, of it is. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty fleeting to say the least. Then I wore a boucheron pour on, which you might go, "Are oh, you boucheron? A boucheron? Boof? Yeah, In 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 fit of self awareness, James tells everyone else to behave. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk about boofing. Yeah, stop boofing. Yeah. Come on. Um, right. What's the? So, is it uh, boucheron yeah, bo- om? Uh, is it Pouron? Uh, well, yeah, no, um, I mean, uh, the only Boucheron one I know, I think, is Jaipur. Jaipur. Well, that's the one that I've owned for years right. and gone, why have I not bought the Pouron? Because it's fucking cheap as chips. It's been around for ages. I know, I've smelled it before. I know it's good. Is it good? Um, I just have never owned it. So I bought a bottle. So that's actually quite, uh, you know, you might think, oh, I'm recycling old shit. No. Um, but that's actually one that I only just bought. Is it week, good? And Worth it? That's why I wore it. Yeah, I th- I th- it's not brilliant. Um, I would say there's better stuff. Like it's along the lines of your Czar, your Jazz, your kind of those kind of perfumes. But it's not as good as those, oh. unfortunately. That might be due to modern reformulation or whatever. The original ones might be really. It's a good perfume though. It's decent and it's worth having. But it's nothing uh, life changing or that will. I don't think it has any elements that anybody would ever go. Boucheron Pour Homme is my favourite of this particular genre of perfume. Mm. You know, men's kind of, you know, elegant sort of nice men's beers. Uh, but it's very good. I prefer Jaipur. Yeah, cool. I'll be honest. Uh, then I wore uh, Eldo Noel oh, Balcon. nice. Which, oh, you've talked about this. That was uh, your Christmassy one yeah. last year, wasn't it? yeah. Because we're going back to kind of Christmassy sort of yeah. time um, with this this week that I wore this. So, yeah, uh, it's a kind of very uh, heavy um, amber and kind of apricot sort of, sort of perfume. Sort fuzzy uh, thing. Yeah, it does have that. Absolutely, yeah. So it has like a, yeah, like a, a fizzy, yeah, booze I mean, basically, uh, kind of I, effect. The well on balcony means everyone in the balcony or whatever, or Christmas in the balcony. But then the the visuals for it are like some tits spilling out of a corset, which is also another type of balcony. And quite frankly, that's exactly what it's like. It's like, oh, we're in the balcony of the theatre, but we're also just like all our tits are spilling out and having some fun. That's, for me, that's what it's like. I'm a big fan of spilling tits, (laughs) uh, if that's such a thing. Uh, Very good. Then I wore um, Jubilation 25 Man. Ooh, um, 25 Man. 
much. Is it 25? Yeah. Yeah, 25 is the original one. Is the original uh, one. And then 40 yeah, yeah, yeah. is the new one. That's right, which I also though, wore somewhere down the But distance. that's for this uh, second, second half. Second half job. Oh, is that a second half one? Yeah, sorry, that's one of your thingies, so I'll, I'll skip over that when I come to it. Uh, yeah, l- uh, obviously I love, love that. It. Uh, it kind of gave me sort of food for thought, obviously with the comparison to the mm. new one, which we're going to talk about in the second yeah, half. Yeah, I, I so, definitely want to uh, hear your yes. thoughts on how those compare. Well, this is it, and I, I do have um, the original, because people like to say to me... Uh, Oh, yeah, but you're not comparing it to the... And I I have got the original one, and I am comparing it to that. So, you know, yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, Celine Reptile. Mm. Not particularly reptilian, um, but it's a kind of spicy... It's got a sort of, like, gingery... It's kind of spicy incense, I suppose, kind of woody... Uh, it's 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 great. It's not um, it's not actually meant to be reptilian per se. I don't think it, no. it's something to do with like a, a rock stars and their leather, uh, like crocodile skin clothing kind of thing. It's more the smell of a rock star yeah. dressed in leather, or that's what, that's yeah. the inspiration Which, for it. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's that um, fella in it who's the creative director coming up with those kind of. Johnny things. Kipper. I'd, I'd have, yeah, what, <laughs> ha, is he called Heidi Salome or something? I don't, I don't know. know. Fuck knows. Well, I thought you might know. You're more fashion conscious than oh, me. Oh, no. It's called, like, but, Heidi but I've got a, I've got a brain like a fucking sieve. Um, so I, okay. I can barely remember my children's names. Um, not Well, he's the creative director of Celine, and uh, he was at fucking YSL or Gucci or some shit before. Right. He's kind of like... Who's is he Johnny French? Uh, fuck knows. I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah. R- Johnny Kipper. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So Hedy Re- Slimane. 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 Hedy right, yeah. Slimane. Hedy. What do you reckon Hedy? Hedy. Hedy's a good name. It's, hi- it's Heidi, I think. Oh, right. uh, from what I've heard people say it. So. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's a reptile. I mean, it's good. Uh, it's decent. I think it might have little bits of like tobacco vanilla-ish type vibes to it as well, which kind of was a bit disappointing in the dry down. I might be wrong. Uh, it starts out very promising. And yeah, it's just a, a Celine. They're good, you know, uh, end of story. And that's probably one of the more standout ones because as I mentioned before, there's a lot of kind of, you know, stuff that you've smelled before. Um, then I wore a uh, Les Indemodables uh, Rose Jamal, which we all know I love that. It's like pink peppery rose, kind of modern, cheaper rose thing. Brilliant. Uh, then I wore Chanel Coco, uh, which I think is the EDP. Hmm. Uh, yeah, love it. I mean, you know, it's 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 Coco by Chanel. It's like amazing, lovely almost kind of gourmandy sort of powdery perfume that's great nice uh then i wore uh serge luton's uh santal majuscule which we've spoken about any thoughts on that i wore one recently which was oh no it was ombre santan i went wore recently cut that i've got nothing to say dull 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 Uh, it's a rosy sandalwood uh 
and it's very, very, um, it, it's very standout um, as a kind of just a brilliant rosy sandalwood. Um, I thought about it for years and uh, was like, I'm finally going to buy that. And I did. And I'm very happy with it. Uh, then I wore, and I've put a little heart by this, Celine Poron. Celine hmm. Poron. That must be part, yeah. that must be pre the new uh, fancy range. That must be an old thing. Yeah, Gold Star for Dan. Yeah. It's a fucking old one. Uh, I got it for about 12. No. Is it good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's not excellent. Um, it's it, it appeals to me because it's a very simple, uh, it's got a kind of white musky sort of vibes and just loads of musk. It smells a bit like those early 2000s, you know, late 90s maybe, a little bit like D, by D&G or, uh, you know, um, Gucci Envy. A- along those lines, it's not as standout as those, right? It's, it's even more sort of bland, but it's a kind of musky, slightly boring perfume that is, if you buy it for like, I don't know, it was 12, 14 quid, I can't remember what it was. If you bought it for that, you'd go, yeah, that's all right, that. Do you know what I mean? I'm perfectly happy with it, and I really enjoyed wearing it, to be honest. So um, I thought it was great. Um, so even before they had this revamped, you know, new posh line that they've done, uh, clearly some of their old stuff. Uh, actually, let me just revert on that. The opening of it is quite spicy. It's quite, like, smooth, nutmeg, cardamom vibes. It's a little bit like, you know, that twisty Lancome pour on mm. With the twisty bottle, it's a bit like that. Oh, hypnos! Is that hip? Yeah, hip, hypnois. Hypnois. Yeah. yeah, I think that little accent makes it into a nose. Oh, get you? I think yeah, so. very cosmopolitan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just parroting other people's pronunciation of it, so they. Might I'm, be I'm just looking I'm up even more of a. Celine, it's it's an it, anic monado. Is, is that yes? Yeah. yeah, Anik Monado. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, milky, creamy, musk vibes, very much my scene. Uh, then I wore Acro Awake. D- sorry. I've already slagged Sorry, off on James. Here. Just for looping back, she also did Jaipur Om. Hey. Yeah. Very good. Very good link. Yeah, good link. Yeah, I mean, it's, nice. it's almost like professional linkage, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not, te- not tenuous in any. Way. <laughs> no. uh, so then we have uh, yeah, Acro Awake, which I was quite harsh about. I've been quite harsh about um, the coffee one. Makes those <laughs> crest Olivia Crisp's coffee. Yes, one, it's it? the coffee yeah. one. It is. And do you know what? On the second wear, I'm actually like slightly more convinced by it. I always was. I thought it's quite a clever interpretation and presentation of coffee but my problem was that i could smell all the aroma chemical um you know uh support underneath shall we say and it was kind of just pissing me off and i was like this doesn't it doesn't really smell like coffee like like certain things like some of those indie ones that have used you know real coffee materials and stuff Yes, they're a bit shit and they're not real perfumes and they've not been constructed in any kind of like way, but they actually smell of coffee, um, which is kind of interesting and something that I think is kind of lacking. But this is actually quite 
quite a skilled way of presenting a coffee note or a chord uh, within a kind of modern context of like a wearable perfume that actually does other things. So I think to give it fair dues, I thought it was very, um, I think it's pretty good actually upon maybe second or third wear. You know, I've used all my sample now. So I think those acros are hit and miss. I think there's one in there that is pretty spectacularly good and very creative. And the others are kind of sort of trying to be, but also sort of trying to appeal to, you know, they're trying to sell. They, you know, he ain't he ain't daft, right? He's not making stuff that's completely off the wall to the point where it won't be popular. Um, I think he's kind of treading a bit of a fine line between super creative and making things that, you know, uh, uh, appealing and will sell. Um, so anyway, yeah, Acro Awake, quite enjoyed that at that time. Um, Amouage Epic 56, which we've spoken about on here. I just felt like returning to some of these because they're spectacularly good perfumes. You don't need much of them. Um, and I'm still using up those samples um, from the episode that we did. And yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. It's super heavy pink pepper. I think everybody universally really liked that one, didn't yeah, we? I loved uh, it. Epic Woman 56, just superb. I mean, the original Epic Woman's amazing. Uh, and I actually thought that that was potentially even, a, a, you know, an improvement um, upon it. So, yeah, very good. Then it wore Ed Hardy Love and Look, which... Uh, isn't, isn't that a clone who, who remembers of... All that? That's a clone of Creed. It's a, is it, yeah, look at this fucking encyclopedic knowledge from this fucker is it, here. Is it mean? a Creed? It's not a Creed. It's Creed... You're like Colombo. Uh, it's one other thing. thing. Is that it's, a, a, it's, it's the <laughs> Millicent Imperial clone or something, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, and I mean, it's, it's a perfectly serviceable um, clone of that. Uh, Ed Hardy made all that kind of silly sort of tattoo like jackets mm. with like patches on that were like tattoos and stuff, which are actually kind of cool, but they're also a bit well, cheesy. It's a bit like having, you know, juicy couture written across they your just, ass. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's they like, did the journey, didn't they? They It was sort of, it was, it was fucking everywhere. Like, uh, uh, it was that tennis player. Was it Kevin Federline or whatever? Uh, was just like drenched head to fucking toe in it. And, um, yeah, every everybody was wearing it for a brief period of time, and then it's consigned to like the fucking uh, the, the the bargain bin at TK Maxx. Yeah, yeah, I think I got it out of there in the height of its <laughs> popularity. It was even in the bargain bin. So. Wow! Um, but it's pretty it's pretty good to spray on and go. Hmm, yeah, it's kind of fresh. Uh, and not as good as Melissa Imperial. Although I've had very, very changeable batches of that, which the stuff that I think you sent me maybe, Dan, mm. or somebody sent me, does not resemble what I originally remember smelling when it came out. That's a low bar, isn't it? It's not as good as the No, I know, but I, I kind of felt that it was like, <laughs> it's more like musky, but not in a way that I like particularly. And it was kind of really attacky kind of that really acrid uh almost like hairspray kind of thing that i just can't fucking be dealing with um but i i originally remember it being a lovely um very kind of melon and sort of 
Mandarin or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, but I think the Ed Hardy is more like that, to be honest. It doesn't smell like the, the recent sample that I got of Millicent Imperial, so I'd even prefer the Love and Luck, to be mm. honest. Anyway, let's move <laughs> on. So then I wore Eldo. Uh, yeah, I think it's called Sulipon Mirabeau. Mm, I didn't know that one. It's a new one. It's a new one. And do you know what? I can't fucking remember oh, what I said about it. So they ringing in No, well, actually, I do vaguely remember, right? It's a kind of salty, it's got that salty sea uh, bullshit. Um, let, let's, let's have a salty look Salty sea uh, bullshit. Not that fucking yeah, salty you know. sea bullshit. Well, let's see, shall we? Right. Uh, I did write a review. Let's have a look if it's uh, still top of the tree on here. No. Oh, a couple of people have reviewed it after me. Did I even review it? No. No. I didn't fucking review it. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Really? Uh, so you can't remember it. Oh, for Christ's this is, sake. This is must great podcast it. stuff, this. Mirabeau. Mirabeau. No, I obviously didn't. So, yeah, it's it's kind of... right. I, I do vaguely remember, right? It kind of started to annoy me a bit. Uh, and then, because um, at first I sprayed it and made judgments as I do and thought, I've smelled this before. It's kind of like um, that sort of white floral, but then uh, smells a bit like Neutrogena fucking hand cream or some shit. It's like that vetiver and stuff like that. Um, kind of sea seaweedy seaside vibes i was like no thank you and then as i wore it during the day uh it actually got better and better and i could kind of see that that was sort of retreating into the background and i was getting more of the like base materials again probably musks and stuff that i was like mm, yeah this is it, it it sort of straddles a line again between like really nice basic just nice perfumery and a little bit of that edgy do you want to smell like kind of a bit cummy or whatever um yeah so i I, yeah it's it's kind of half good and half but i kind of i appreciate that weirdness and the interest of having a little bit of that there so i don't know maybe i'm just a pervert then i wore ysl jazz which we've heard me talk about a million times then i wore nothing um for a day Mm -hmm. then i wore vera wang for him oh nice uh yeah, it's, it's nice. It's a bit um, like the Tom Ford. Uh, is it Tom Ford Extreme for or, or for him or for men? Tom Ford for yeah, men. For men. Yeah, it is. A, it is a little bit like that. Yeah, um, not as good, but it's it's getting mm. there. I find a kind of figgy note in the top to the Vera Wang. Uh, a little. It bit. goes for a fortune uh, anyway, these days. I once bought a bottle for my brother-in-law no. for like thirteen quid. It goes. Apparently, people pay hundreds for it these days. No fucking way. Oh, I'll get rid of mine, easy. Mm. <laughs> if people are paying hundreds yeah. for it, fuck. Yo, you should have a... I, I, mean, I mean, you should certainly have a look at uh, uh, some of the, uh, the the items in your collection, which, you know, you probably think are reasonably pedestrian and, and you know, so-so, and you're not really that asked about, yeah. quite probably are worth a bit of a fucking fortune these days. Um, we true. talked about the, uh, um, yeah. I, the Dries Van Noten one. Um yeah, and Thierry, Mo- Thierry Mugler. Um, oh, yeah, you've got that whole Amen's. Amen collection. Did you sell them? Yeah, which... No. no, I didn't, just because I thought, 
you know, I felt a bit like, you know, what what am I even collecting stuff for um, if not to, you know, the whole point of a collection is to have like, I suppose it's to have stuff that you wear, but there's a kind of balance between, because I do wear those, um, but I don't just want to, I kind of felt like I was selling stuff off, mm. you know, and I felt a bit bad and I was like, no, I only sold three perfumes. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably I probably bought about five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but you're still uh, only cheap, only cheaper ones. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, just the, the Dries Van Noten had to go because I wasn't going to wear it and I didn't really like it. No. So I'm not really asked about that. But those those amens, yeah, maybe I'll just wait even longer and they'll be worth more. So uh, Hermes uh, Agar Ebien, which is uh, kind of a bit like. Uh, it's a sort of oud base with a bit of bergamot in the top. It's not. It's nothing. Is that from the same groundbreaking? Is that from that the sort of posh yeah. hermescence? That's what they're called. Thank you. Yeah, saved me. I was just going to call it their oh, posh God, range. This, wow, this must have been the week where I was ill uh, when I said about being ill because uh, on the Thursday and the Friday I wore nothing. Wow. So actually, this two isn't days the on the bounce. At all. That's fucking shameful. Yeah. So actually, so on the Monday and the Thursday and the Friday I wore nothing. Jesus Christ. Uh, but I was too ill. I was kind of you know. Although we are, we are now sort of firing our way through the full thirty-five, aren't we? So we are. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there, right? So then I wore uh, Queer de Russi, which oh my fucking god, this is why I love yeah. perfume so much. I put in brackets. Not that I need to tell myself that because it is my favorite perfume of all time, probably. Wow. And uh, just wore it and went because I'd been wearing nothing for two days before it, so it was like a kind of tolerance break. Oh, yeah. And then it just blew my mind with, like, the most amazing fucking perfume, which, you know, uh, I love it. I love it. Then I wore Ninth Wave, which we're going to talk about, cool. so I'll shut the fuck up about that. Then I wore Triptych, which I'll <laughs> shut the fuck up about again. <laughs> we're talk about that one too. <laughs> yeah. Then I wore Bella Bellissima White Ooh, Leather, I which like may that. as well be called White Chocolate. I like that yeah. one. Uh, it's, it's an absolute... So bastard to get hold of i think i don't know why but Mm -hmm. she seems to only be able to produce like five bottles every fucking 26 full moons or whatever well she told me uh uh, bella crane that uh the guava material Mm. that she used for it is not available anymore so the first edition bottle that i got apparently has this guava material that was no longer available ever again uh to use now, I don't know how true that is or if I'm even remembering what she said right, but I think that was what she mm. said. And it is the most amazing um, guava mm. smell, right, <laughs> that you could imagine. It's just a beautiful, like, tropical, fruity kind of thing with this sort of, like, vanillic oud. I think there's oud in it as well. Um, it's not, like, dead cheesy or anything it's it's a proper gourmand fragrance mm. and it's like white chocolate and guava what can uh, i say and it's really thick and it's just amazing i love guava juice I, so um when i was a kid used to go uh so my uh, family um my parents families are south african and as a kid we used to go to uh, uh cape town um you know occasionally uh, to visit family and uh, one of my sort of abiding memories of of being that age was drinking guava juice and thinking this was like the most exotic thing ever and you couldn't get it in the uk i mean you can get it in like fucking 
cans of fizzy pop now, which is brilliant. But uh, uh, but then what Rubicon? Yeah, Rubicon, exactly. You get cans of fizzy Rubicon. It's it tastes pretty well the same. It's, Rubicon's yeah, lovely. Uh, but you can get the still Rubicon, like the actual uh, juice and stuff. But you couldn't get that shit, um, you know, when I was a kid. So it was like literally. Uh, uh, guava for me was always associated with I can only have this in this exotic sort of foreign land. Fucking mad. Love the smell of it. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I love that white leather. It's a great perfume. Uh, Then I wore Amouage Interlude Man. Boom. Um, Or It Wore You. (laughs) Yeah, It Wore Me. Um, So, yeah, again, I have like a little original... uh, 50 mil bottle that is barely touched because it's so <laughs> strong. Is that the, um, the, the friction it's weird, cap? It, it's not a magnetic cap, is it? So the original. Yeah, it's not a magnetic yeah, cap. It's no. just ludicrous. I mean, a couple of sprays of that and, and you're set for like a fortnight. It's mental. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm wearing today, but I'm wearing something very similar today. Uh, then I wore uh, Joe Malone Uden Bergamot Cologne, which is actually very similar to that Hermes that I said before, Agara Bien, which is a kind of a very dry, not very good sort of synthetic oud base, uh, but with a lovely bergamot note on the top of it and kind of similar. Those Joe Malone uh, extreme ones or whatever they were called, they, those, they, they were yeah. all pretty good, I thought, for... like. like um... The, the Oris one, I think I've probably talked about it before, was it's yeah. fucking stupendous. Um, but I thought that whole there's, line... There's a Myrrh and something yeah. one, which I, I really agree. enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it Myrrh and Tonka? Yeah, yeah Myrrh and no. Sandalwood. Oh, I don't know. I'll fucking find there is, it. No, there's Myrrh and Tonka and Myrrh and Sandalwood in that same oh, range. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because you go, oh, no, it's not that one. And then you go, oh, shit, there's actually, like, two of those. Um, so, yeah, it, yeah, all of those are... Uh, really pretty good uh the rose one uh albeit okay it's kind of cheesy r- rose oud thing um was very similar to the armani one that everyone went crazy about uh which is kind of vanilla Myrrh and tonka armani. Myrrh, i found i've got one of these little 10 mil jobby jobs of it mm. it's probably not even 10 but there is a Myrrh and sandalwood ben which you're right about because there's that one as well Nice. Because uh, I remember getting confused with the two and being like, hang on, didn't this used to be... Where fucking like, minute? Oh, there's, there's actually two of them. Yeah. Uh, then I wore Moogler over the moss. Oh, it's lovely. I've, I, I, I got a bottle of that, you know, after you sent me a sample and we did the Musk's uh, episode. I spent ages seeking... I say ages, about 15 minutes, <laughs> seeking out... I bet you've sold no, it. No, I haven't. I've still got it. Uh, it's quite expensive, it's, it's I mean, nice. because I've looked well, for that's... it since, and I'm always like, uh, no, I can't afford it. Yeah, I, I think I paid about 60 or 70 quid, which isn't, mm. like, ridiculous. People oh, yeah, are taking the piss now because that whole line's been like discontinued. Oh, really? yeah. The Moogler... Oh, yeah. excellent. Oh. The Moogler Tom. is now, T- you know, Thierry Moogler's Moogler and L'Oreal and all that kind of shit. And they've got rid of loads of those kind of things. Oh, that used to sell be, like, the shit out of my yeah, ones. Do it. Fucking, I'm going to be rich, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, then I wore um, Comme des Garçons Girl in the morning. Oh, the Farrell? Uh, and, uh, yeah. Is it yeah, called? The oh, right, yeah. Girl. Sorry, <laughs> we were talking about a perfume called Girl in the Morning. Um but you meant in the morning no, you I, wore I, a perfume called correct. Girl. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I shall so go I back to sleep. I wore two perfumes on this day. Yeah. 
Uh, and then the second one was Guerlain Chamard, which we've spoken about. Not the original Chamard for women, the, the, the one that was in that Parisienne's line. Yeah, the Om. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Interesting, yeah. Yeah, because of uh, the, yeah. the thing that we need to talk about. Yeah, yeah the mushroom, the mushroom thing. thing. Which, which uh, you were like, yes. nah, yeah. nah, not Om. Not, uh, not Shamad. Uh, it's not that I don't get it at all. Yes, I get the it's link, but lazy. I'm kind of like, it's not enough to, to you know, say it. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Prada Arm Intense, which is another one that I think I was hungover. Yeah, I was. I was very hungover last Sunday because uh, I went to a... Oh, the reason I wore two perfumes is because I went to a fancy dress so we've been I doing think this i um, saw this on your instagram did you post some pictures of it uh, oh maybe th- it looked like a party and everybody looked very pissed uh, was i in a predator mask <laughs> and I, no. I wore like a, <laughs> no i don't think you i wore like a leotard <laughs> i wore like a leotard and uh and left nothing to the imagination <laughs> Um, and you know, I mean, all you know, all the friends were like looking at me like, "Oh my God, James!" I was like, "It's ninety percent <laughs> like, like it's, it's really not that impressive, dude." You know. Um, so, so anyway, um, I ninety percent fallback. What a comeback! So uh, anyway, oh. yeah. do, they, do so, they call you um, Big James now? <laughs> Buster, 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 Conan. It's unfeasibly large so, testicles. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah no. Big baggy uh, so, so, anyway, uh, so I was a. So, we've been doing um, uh, Come Dine With Me with some of the Sorry, I'm families just, I'm just from school. That's, that's the thing you laugh at first. No, no, I'm just... I'm, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the... It's the... What's the word? The, the segue is just amazing. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, we've been doing that. So we've been, like, taking interns to do uh, di- dinners, cooking dinners for each other. And we've been doing, like, the scorecards and making the fucking menus and, like, filming it. Like, we all go off into another room and give our opinions and... Then we're going to splice it all together and watch it and, you know, whatever. Um, so, but they're, they're always themed and I always end up either dressing up as a chick or some kind of weird thing. So I was a predator uh, for this one and um, I'll just I'll just give it away because no one will be listening to it. I'm going to be like an inflatable horse uh, for the next one um, because uh, the theme is a day at the races and i was like well i would never go to the races because i think horse racing's cruel and i think you're all a bunch of bastards if you support that shit so fuck you so i'm actually going to wear like i'm going to like wear this horse thing and i'm going to have a placard with like stop abusing a, dem- a, a majestic creature oh and i'm going to have all God. i'm going to like daub myself in blood and i'm going to be like you've got blood on your hands yeah and i'm gonna make jenny dress as a jockey and i'm gonna fucking abuse her all night um, no. uh, so, um, um yeah i i I'm sorry I, yeah so anyway I, and then I, you're gonna cook is this right am i, am I following this right? no. pegging what, what? this is still a perfume podcast right <laughs> um no, I'm just, I'm deadly serious. Like, I, I think, you know, because where I live is like a, you know, horse racing town. Uh, and it just becomes a toilet full of arseholes. I also agree with you about the horse racing. the middle of the town, honest. fighting each other. If you're a horse lover, you can't we know, know. It's just, awful, it's horrific. We know your opinions on horse racing, um, mm. but... 
Uh, I mean, just explain the reason for dressing up as a predator and getting your bollocks basically on display. Oh, that one was um, Hollywood glamour or something <laughs> so like that. Glamorous. So they like a red. Ca- they had like a, a red carpet outside the house. Well, Jenny was um, Spitzbot. Oh. You'd like this, Fliss. She was um, Mary Poppins. Oh, was she any good? And uh, yeah, she had the full. Danny. Um, she didn't do much. She didn't. It wasn't like method. She wasn't like you, like if you were doing it. She wouldn't pretend to be Mary Poppins. She just dressed up as Mary Poppins um, and maybe said a couple of little things about you know spoons full of sugar. That was and fuck, like that. Fucking but, amateur um, hour, honestly. Yeah, it was a bit, you know. But close our mouths, yeah. Jenny. We so anyway, <laughs> brilliant. The. Um, Okay, so anyway, right, we're down to the last week here. We're down to the last. This is the last seven. Hang on, the mentalness has kicked in. Did we, did we get what what perfume you were wearing whilst dressed as Predator? Yeah, it was Girl in the Day, and then uh, oh, Shimon. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, peculiar choice for Predator. Well, I, I was just like. You know, I'd had enough of girl to be honest. I do like girl, but it's quite a haunting, weird perfume, and I'd kind of. What yeah. perfume do you think Predator would work with? You know, you know that, fucking, that, that perfume. All that, that, br- like that brand you like, that brand you yeah, like, the, the fucking Beaufort. Yeah, anything yeah. Beaufort will do it. The burning flesh one, um, but I, I reckon girl probably segues quite nicely into Shimada actually. Um, I mean, not that I'm advocating layering of perfumes, which is like a sort it's of abomination. Not the, most sort of lo- the, the, the longevity of girl isn't like amazing, is it? It's just like a couple of hours. Oh, I. Do you, I, I find the base pretty, though a bit strong. rough. I like the top, but then after a while, right. the base gets a bit rough. So that's when I start spraying something else on in the evening. So I'd be with you on that. Yeah. Well, this is it. I did, I found it yeah. like I was fatigued by it more than anything else. Um, so I did have to wear the chamade, and that's the chamade's quite a, a elegant sort of you know uh, thing. So I was quite happy with that. Then I wore Prada Arm Intense because, like I say, I was pretty uh, bad on the Sunday. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, so that was a nice comforting wear. Then I wore Avistan, which we're going to talk about. Um, then mm. I wore uh, Santos de Cartier, which I'm always on mm-hmm. about, um, which is a lovely kind of man's thing, but with this little coconut note that, you know, accord, whatever. Uh, then I wore Nila Vermeer <gasps> Trey. Oh, you were going on about uh, these. Yes. Those bottles look fucking amazing. Just I've absolutely got some, I've got amazing. I've got a couple of people who have had some samples and they're just like, the whole line is boom. Really? I've tried about four, and ah, they're all great. Really? Like, every single one that I've tried. I knew nothing about the brand. I didn't know who the perfumer was. I do now. I know, like, you know, I've looked who and is stuff. It? But, like, I deliberately just smell them. Well, a few of them are by Bertie. Oh, right. Uh, and then a couple of them are maybe by somebody else, uh, I think. But, yeah, certainly the two of them that I've tried on this list are When you are said by to Bertie. me that you liked that one, and after... Whatever, blah, blah, blah. I spoke to Brooke at Sincelier and she's up for when she gets yeah. some new samples in, sending us all a load and we can all like check them out. Um, yeah. Amazing. So I won't go on too much, but they do have this kind of, um, uh, it's obviously supposed to be, 
Indian kind of yeah. spices and stuff like that uh, is is the is the vibes. Um, the first one is the Vedic era, which I don't really know. They're all different areas eras of Indian history. I'm assuming. Mm. Um, so Trey, I'm just going in order. So I've, I did Trey, uh, and that one uh, has. I'll just say w- what it says, and I won't talk about necessarily what I think until we do the thing. But it's cinnamon bark, ganja effects. Ganja uh, effects. <laughs> seriously, that's yeah. Uh, Elemi oil, uh, jasmine sandback absolute, um, Egyptian jasmine absolute. Ganja effect was my blown. MC name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Ganja Effects. Um, yeah, so uh, Absolute, uh, yeah, sorry, Cardamom, Absolute, Clove, Saffron. I'll just say Cardamom looms heavy in a lot of these mm. perfumes and in a really good way. And the spice mixtures are just like little things popping off. They're so well done. Um, saffron, uh, Javanese vetiver, Haitian vetiver, incense, myrrh. Uh, cedar, amber, oud palau, and sandalwood. And let me tell you about Trey a little bit. It's got this kind of rubbery, relentless sandalwood that is actually not dissimilar to uh, the Serge Luton's one that I said earlier. Uh, Santal Majuscule. Mm. Yeah. It's got that. It really, I mean, I said to, because um, I got these off uh, the duck. Um, uh, Mr. Rich Mitch, shout out to Rich Mitch. Um, and basically, he said, Oh, yeah, Trey's like the best seller or whatever, or one that people go on about. I'm not surprised. It was amazing. So that was the first one that I tried. Then I tried one called Nemus, which actually comes from a different collection, which are in stock at uh, what's it called? So this is the Fragments collection. And I tried the first one, which is by Bertie, and it's called Nemus. And in actual fact, it reminds me of two ones that I've said are quite bland, which were the Bergamot, uh, uh, the, the the Joe Malone Bergamot and Oud one. Oh, oh you've got them, them there. My, on my list Wonderful. of things to try. A lover's ascent sent them to me. I need to organise uh, myself. Oh, have a, have a squirt of uh, Nemus now and see what you think. Amazing. This is live podcast shit, guys. Mm-hmm. See, it's not been that much of an ordeal, has it? It's been all right, hasn't it, guys? Hey? Mm, it has. I've shepherded I, you I, through I, I, I'm, this kind of... Sorry, I'm I'm looking at this tray-y. I really want it. Would I like it? <laughs> get it. Really? What? Just get it? Just that it. confident? Yeah. If it's shit, I'll, I'll take the flack for it. Uh, and I'll buy it off you for sort of, you know, Duffins. 70% of what you pay. <laughs> no, um, I, no, honestly, you, I, I, I swear down, you, you can't not think that that's a good perfume. It's spectacular sort of spices in the opening and then just this relentless sandalwood accord uh, with, you know, it's not, uh, it, it's, it's just very refined and they're actually quite modern and i'm not surprised that i don't know if this one is a bertie is that a bertie, is, yeah. that one uh yeah i mean it, it, it's incredibly like detailed it's 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 pure like what what he's all about but kind of modern in a sense that yes you can smell the natural materials and i'm not surprised that it's got this cardamom smooth you know I, i'm not surprised those are used but i bet they're used in tiny amounts and he he builds accords with you know, molecules, really. Um, but 
I think it's spectacular. What do you think of that, Liz? It's very citrusy, aromatic at the top, but actually now it's only been on for not very long, a minute or so. There's almost like a slight Mm -hmm. ricey, milky note in there and there's a bit of animalics at the bottom that are just beginning to come through, so I don't know how it will wear for the rest of my time with it, but it's, it's smoothed out very, very quickly... And there's something slightly poopy about the animalic in the bottom of it. It's a little bit... I mean, to be fair... Yeah, it's not all fun and games. Literally, yeah. before we started recording, I had we had to push back by half an hour because my youngest, projectile vomited, didn't smell a hell of a way from this. That kind of that kind of milky, you know, <laughs> when your four-year-old has just had a big pint of milk and then <laughs> thrown up. This it's not a horrific smell, it, but there is a human element to it that's salty and milky and. Neela Vermeer, Nemus, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it smells like my son's vomit. No, but, but but it's not it's not bad. It's it, there's a if I'm finding I'm sniffing my my arm a lot, but and it's odd that I've made that connection. But that's obviously a life thing that's just happened. But there is maybe you're just smelling the vomit still I, on I you. I have washed since. Um, but there is, yeah, that very milky human accord is really coming through. Yeah. I doubt that many uh, indie perfumers could make a citrus perfume uh, because because essentially that citrus, yes, it may well still have died there. down a little still bit, there. but I find the citrus yeah. still there and it's still there right. right into the dry down, which tells me that it, yes, there's probably like you know everyone uses bergamot oil or whatever because it's it's readily available and all that, but I think it's a constructed accord of other stuff that lasts longer and just melts with the base or something because you can they are coming together more and it feels like it's sitting as a but the animalics at the bottom it's almost like goat milk do you know what you mean when i say goat milk the way that goat milk smells different to cow's milk yeah, yeah, it, like yeah. is animalic. Yeah, it's got that like slightly. I really like it. I mean, I, I love it. Yeah, I, know I love a goat milk, so that's fine. But it's not. It's it. Cool. Well, anyway, so yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't have described it better myself. So there you go. Um, I, I, so then I wore Roberto Greco R- raw, yeah. raw. Is raw, it called? Raw. Ra- 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 how you say it? Uh, I mean. You read my review, didn't you? I read yours yeah. on uh, Fragrance. Yeah. Um, can't even remember what I said, really. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a brilliant perfume mm. for a start. I think it's a brilliant perfume. Um, and I think I understand any hype or uh, vintage fans or anybody that goes on about how good that perfume is because it's excellent. However, when I first sprayed it, I was like, this smells weirdly amateurish right it smelled like an indie perfume but only because it's really exciting and it kind of smells like um vintage perfume so Mm. it's got a kind of uh very vintage sort of aesthetic to it um it's mildly pissy uh which i think is a kind of cassis material Mm. probably um it's got obviously that uh, say, violet, just, just which people associate. That violet leaf is so strong and green, crispy violets. It's well, well. I think the reason that anybody will make the comparison with 
uh, Fahrenheit is because it's right. methyl octane carbonate, right? I would fucking stake my fucking reputation on the fact that that's Your what... Your reputation, eh? Again, I'm not saying... Well, yeah, I mean, what's what's left of it? <laughs> um, you know, uh, so... Um, but basically, uh, that, that I think, is what and, and you, you're kind of smelling in there because... A lot of the time, a lot of these old perfumes, they might have a kind of dusty loads of like ionones. And especially with it being a Sheldrake perfume, I would have thought kind of with cedar and it gets to be really kind of like dry and almost like papery, um, which I, <coughs> excuse me, which sometimes I do like, um, but uh, sometimes I don't and it kind of dominates and it's a bit weird. Um, but certain perfumes that I love, like, um, certain things that have it just underneath um whereas this is very much in your face and throughout and i just feel that it's that methyl octane carbonate i just feel that it is um and for me that's a whole different kind of violet that's like obviously i'd say the use of that maybe not pioneered but certainly as a main forward material was fahrenheit so i understand comparisons to fahrenheit however the whole perfume in itself, yes, it's kind of mossy-ish, leathery-ish sort of, but come on, there's a bit of a lazy comparison to, it to say that to it me, smells it like smell Fahrenheit, I to think. Me, it, there's, it's this no. huge, wet undergrowth. It smells, you know, not just of that green, snapped uh, kind of violet leaf stuff. There's just, there's a danker undergrowth that sits underneath it that is like, wet moss it's not even dewy in the morning it's like wet after the rain slightly yeah, muddy a, a bit like rotted um, down yeah but there's also a brightness to it as well that stops it getting kind of dull or oppressive and there's a there's something in the top mm-hmm. it's, it's, i don't know if it's a citrus or not but there's a brightness in the top that just lifts it all the time but at the same time it's oily it yeah. feels like you're walking in a wood and you come across like almost like a like a little pond in a bog, but the sunlight's coming through. Yeah. So although the pond in the bog is quite muddy and dark, it's still a lovely, pleasant experience. And there's greenness and whatever, and it it feels like a whole mm-hmm. thing. And it's happy despite its dank th- thickness. And it is thick as a perfume. It's very yeah. thick. It's like a bogue. It reminds me of something like my or. It's not sad, it's not is it? Sad. Do you know what I mean? It's not like it, it, melancholy a or anything. That maintains. There's a bounce to it that I love it. I love it. I really do. Yeah. Well, I thought it was excellent. I, and you're saying it's not oppressive, but I think when I wore it for a day, uh, I found I found it pretty relentless. Um, but I, but it's so interesting and it's so, it's such a, a breath of fresh air in terms of like new perfumery that's out there, but it's, it's kind of harking back to sort of old stuff. Even though it's it's, not, even though I say it's thick and it's not oppressive, I think, I don't think I'd want to wear it for a day. It's the kind of thing that I would love, I feel like a heretic now, I would love 15 or 20 mils to spray on to enjoy yeah. for a period of time. and But I wouldn't wear it mm-hmm. as a perfume for the day, if you know what I mean. But I would, when yeah. in the, when everyone's gone to bed, perhaps spray it on the back of my hand and enjoy and that, it as an art piece for a period of time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the crux of the matter, that it's an art piece and it's not a feasible perfume yeah. for, for me, as much as I think it's brilliant. 
And Dan said, like, greasy, low, like, greasy-haired biker or mm. something in his review. And I was like, it is greasy. Yeah, right? there's a sort of greasiness And that's to the it. texture. Oily, yeah. oily. Oh, it feels yeah. unctuous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unctuous, yeah, snivelling. So, no, there is something uh, slightly greasy about it. And, and on, on sort of, on most, well, it falls into that category of perfume that I can appreciate for its craftsmanship um i think james you said you liked you you were glad it existed Mm. and i think that i think that's a good way of of viewing it i'm glad it exists um but perfumes like that they they have to have some sort of uh emotional resonance with me i have to spray it and feel something and i didn't. It was like looking at a piece of art that I didn't much care for. I've been following um, it. That I could sort of go, yeah. I've, I've been following cool, it a bit on eBay, on eBay, on Insta, and there was someone who wrote a very emotional response to it yesterday, and I can't remember who it was, as well as I'd name them. And she said it just reminded her of her childhood in the countryside, uh, you know, wherever she lived in the country that she lived in, it wasn't the UK, but that kind of the, the surrounding countryside mm. and playing in the forests and playing around, whatever. She said it just smelled... She'd been looking for a childhood fragrance for a while. She'd come to the conclusion it didn't exist. And then she smelt this and was like, oh, my God, this is it. And she's she couldn't be happier with it, which is lovely. Well, l- l- let's just mention the branding. I mean, this is a long time to talk about this perfume, but it deserves a long time to talk about it. The branding and the bottle, it looks like something from either a, 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 a sort of old Italian brand or Sushido. It looks like that kind of almost that sort of uh, groundbreaking kind of um, mm-hmm. Feminite de Bois type, yeah, you know what I mean? The, or the or like Art Deco or something. It's very Feminite, that kind of tactile. It's amazing. Yeah, and the fantastic branding from from that brand. So even just for that, and then having Sheldrake make it, uh, it's just, it it ticks loads of boxes, and I'm not surprised that there's a lot of hype about it. Just to come back to the actual smell of it again. Now, it uses uh, Ambrarone, right, Mm. which is a material that I have, you know, uh, said before in the past that I don't really like. Uh, But I have a kind of weird love-hate relationship with it because it's actually... Um, it's actually extracted from uh, Sister's Labdanum, so from Labdanum oil. Um, so it kind of smells a bit like Labdanum, but then it has this off, animalic, uh, very much present in this perfume, but he's tamed it and controlled it, so it's just on the realms of, like, you can tell it's there, but it's not it, It's not to the point where it pissed me off and go, no, you've put too much Ambrome in it, and I'm not surprised that he's done that to the exact limit of where it can sit. Um, And I think the problem with it is uh, it has this, yeah, weird animalic... It goes more towards um, ambergris Mm. and a sort of weird human... And that may be where some of that mushroomy, fleshy kind of feel is coming from and some of the greasiness and whatever from this amberome because it's very much driven by that because it's quite quite ambery. When you first spray it, I was like, wow, this is like quite an oppressive amber and then it does settle down and you get all the other stuff so um yeah i mean i can't i can't fault it i think it's brilliant i think everything about it is brilliant i just don't want 
I just don't want it. Myself, <laughs> just don't want it. You know? Yep. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, anyway, so we're nearly... We're so, oh, thank so fuck. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, not that I'm not enjoying it, James, but, but Jesus no, no, Christ. No, no, but it, it's... Uh, let, yeah. I know. Well, let, let's... Okay, so Neela Vermeer, again, this one's called Mo, Moa. Mo. Moa. Lawn Moa. Moa. That, that's the one that, I, that stuck out to me, was that Moa and... Oh. Uh, the first one, Trey, were the two that stuck out to me. So, yeah, I mean, I may have shot the whole load and the rest might be shit, who knows. Um, but they all seem to have the cardamom, so just looking across mm. the notes, and it doesn't surprise me because this one, again, cardamom absolute, uh, coriander seed oil, ambrette seed, um, black pepper, uh, Turkish rose oil, uh, Moroccan rose absolute, um, orbepine or flower, don't know what the fuck that is. Orbepine flower, don't know. Uh, iris, uh, almond milk accord, leather, sandalwood, amber, patchouli, oud palau, uh, benzoin, siam, and vanilla. Um, so this is very much an incredible, lovely, delicately spiced. Again, with the sandalwood, but it's totally different to Trey. You could describe them as both like a spicy sandalwood thing. Um, but this is like, and this is even more subtle and more musky and the dry down is nicer, but it's less present. Trey E literally is like following you around all day and wears quite heavy, whereas this wears quite light and uh, yeah, but gorgeous. Like I really love it. And it's based on the, this is the Mogul British Raj era, um, apparently. So yeah, I can't wait to, for all of us to sniff these and talk about them because I really enjoyed mm-hmm. wearing both of those. Uh, and I haven't tried the others yet, but um, I suspect they're all going to be good. And then today, we're up to today, I'm wearing Interlude Man 53 um, because I wore Interlude Man, what, three weeks ago or some shit? Um, and I thought, okay, I'll wear the 53 again. And the 53 is amazing. Oh, I fucking I mean, love it. Just unspeakably yeah. good perfume. I wore that at some point over... Uh, the uh, the holiday, or maybe even last week, I can't remember, but just fucking magic from start to finish. Um, and yeah. talking of finish, I mean, that does actually bring us to the finish of part one, doesn't it? Um, fucking hell, that was long. That was long ass. Um, right, should we take a V-short break and then return for what will have to be an energetic and concise part two? Uh, in just a few minutes. We will be back in a couple of minutes. Stick with us. Cheers. Hello and welcome back to part two of Les Odrens this week. We are going to be talking about a random selection of stuff. Um, the reason for this uh, is that we are completely unprepared. Uh, to, no, that's not true. The reason for this is because I sent uh, all the rest of the team a little bag of perfumes. I think it was four perfumes, um, uh, which I thought were sort of interesting. Uh, interesting for, you know, just for discussion purposes. Um, and uh, the first one that... I want us to talk about uh, was was actually so uh, these were sent to me in order to pass on to the guys 
um, and they are samples of a perfume called Pop Culture, I think. Uh, yes, by Diffractive Studio, um, which is a uh, one perfume brand, as far as I could tell, um, by a uh, woman whom I only know as Alessandra. Um, and she sent me a very lovely card that says, Dear Dan, first Ben and James, I hope you'll enjoy the sample of pop culture. I'm looking forward to hearing what you think. I hope I'll be able to share more perfumes with you in the new year. So, obviously not intending to be a one perfume brand forever. Um, James, what did you make of pop culture i it's, i said i went with boozy uh, it, it, it reminds me of a negroni that sort of uh yeah. really like heavily boozy almost slightly orangey sort of vibe um yeah it's yeah it's got that kind of uh like quantrow kind of uh sickly orange booze uh with like you know when people like stick cloves in an orange? Yeah. That's mm. the thing. My wife it? does that shit at Christmas. Like, what the fuck? Stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. I used to hate it when you'd have like a ham. Like my mum used to put cloves in the ham. What? Like, cloves in ham? Don't don't That's... Do that. Yeah, have you never seen that? Like a little it's almost like it's almost like a kind of fishnet sort of arrangement. And then like on all the corners of it you stick a clove in. Have you never seen that on ham? Well, no? So it's a is thing. It? Okay. Well, no, I mean, I this, this yeah. is not a very hammy um, perfume. In fairness, no. Let's let's get back to the perfume. <laughs> um, I I kind of appreciate the smell. I kind of like the boldness of it. It sort of reminds me of uh, the likes of who was that guy who was a YouTube kerosene. Oh yeah. It kind of reminds me of his spirit of. Let's just fucking make an absolute bomb of like spicy, uh, the top note heavy. Yes, this does have a base, but I can't say that it's particularly uh, a brilliant perfume. Sorry, uh, I don't mean to be rude about indie perfumers because good for them for you know uh, learning the craft themselves and things. And it's only a first one, as far as I know. Um, and I, like I say, I appreciate the boldness, but as far as um, a, a a well-crafted sort of perfume, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't think it is. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't particularly enjoy wearing it, well, I don't think. I haven't worn it yet. Maybe I'll wear it and it'll be completely different. But my only impression is spraying it on a card and going, hmm, yeah, it's... I, yeah. I did wear it and I... It... <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. I mean, you know, it's not something that I'm going to sort of immediately run out and sort of feel that I I have to buy because I can't live without it. But I certainly didn't dislike it. Um, And I quite like the booziness. And it does have that sort of slightly rough and ready feel to it that you'd associate with an indie perfumer. But then as it dries down and maybe... I mean, quite often this is the case with a lot of perfumes, though. As it dries down, you get a, f- uh, you sort of focus in on a few key sort of base notes, and 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 perhaps they're a bit more 
standard if you like and so i sort of quite enjoyed the dry down um it didn't sort of stand out as anything particularly crazy but it, it does i i do like that sort of very boozy sort of um almost like yeah so yeah uh, so like a lot of boozy things tend to be sort of quite um uh like rum or or whiskey sort of vibe to them and this i don't know what exactly what booziness this is but this is like much more kind of uh a bit more exotic than than your traditional brown uh uh sort of brown rolls Balls for a bear bear, yeah, exactly. Um, I I like it. I mean, the the the, the description is uh, orange, uh, a tall glass of cola, cinnamon, dark ambers, mixtapes, mixtapes. Uh, so, yeah, I don't don't know what she means by that. It is a lady this, isn't it? Yeah, From, I uh, think uh, yeah, Alessandra Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle. So, I mean. I get the cola. I get the cola amber accord, right? Which again, I'm not being funny, right? But I've made perfume, right? And you kind of when you sort of bong loads of stuff, it kind of ends up smelling like coke, and you go, "Oh yeah, it's kind of cola accord," mm. but it's it's totally fucking accidental. As far like again, I might be being mean, but that's like what i kind of get from this and, it, and again it's no criticism because i'm no fucking perfumer myself right but like i just kind of think yeah like yeah I, I again i'm gonna stop being critical because there are things i like about it i like the smell of it but it doesn't it doesn't like stir my soul and go oh wow you've actually i, de- I, I don't identify any, anything in this that makes me go this is really like fine perfumery no i mean but that's 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 an and that's what i look for i'm sorry i look for that in indie i look for it in anything else i'll i'll give credit where it's due and i'll say i I like this element of it or whatever but i cannot say that it's as something that we're talking about which is perfume i can't go it's highly rated amongst other perfumes yeah okay so so that um that I buy, um, but that's a very high bar, right? Uh, you know, and 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 I, yeah. I think unfairly yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's reasonable, and 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 that is, you know, for me. Yeah, I'm looking at my perfume collection and wondering, does everything I own meet that brief? No, it probably doesn't. Um, but I, 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 you know, I think this is a surprisingly decent one from from my point of view i uh fliss you've said um, nout about it so i'm i'm wondering what you think i'm i'm really getting the boozy spicy oranges and all of that kind of that blood orange and, the, and and all of that stuff it smells very christmasy to me and it's kind of quite a happy christmas fragrance um mm. that said i I'm not entirely sure it has enough oomph for me, and I would like it to almost be bigger and bolder. I know James is saying it's like, it's, it's on that kerosene line of you know like boof. But I would like it just yeah. I mean, 
it does the brief that I read on the on the website it completely fulfills boozy blood orangey rocky cola thing with a bit of plastic accords and your vinyl record collection it does exactly the brief so if that's the brief it's fulfilling it that said I don't know if it's for me okay the brief probably wasn't for you in the first place though Uh, you reckon maybe not yeah no fair enough fair enough uh ben verdict i liked it i um i get what james is saying and i and i would also say that it didn't like move my soul or anything like that you know i didn't i didn't really i wasn't like touched by it in any way but i did like it and i do like these perfumes that have this sort of dry down where you sort of smell like you've walked into a Holland and Barrett. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and and that's what I get from this. You get that kind of like you're walking into an old health food shop or um, like a market where they sell like licorice sticks and things. And there's there's no licorice sticks in this, but I think it's possibly the clove kind of thing, the, the, the cinnamon clove kind of mixture. You automatically get that sort of like health foody sort of shop. And I like that. Um, the sort of savouriness of it as well, um, of the dry down, but... It's very dry, isn't it? Mm. It's woody. Yeah, it is a woody dry. perfume but as well. I, but I think I also understand um, it, it's got... It, it, it has the pitfall of... Um, that you, you often find in, um, uh, like, indie perfumery where it feels slightly hollow. Um, that It feels... St- like it needs packing out somewhere, and I couldn't tell you where because I haven't got the talent for that. Um, but it, it, but it, it feels in like like the base feels a little bit like there's too much room for me to move. Like I, I can like push all my arms out and there's space, but there shouldn't be. Do you know what I mean? Like I should be feeling this more. There should be more weight to it. it should be more, more heft, more depth, and it lacks that. Um, and I find that indie perfumes do that frequently, actually. Um, but 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 but. But that's been hypercritical. I, I, I did like mm. it. I wore it. I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, it was the first one I wore when, when I opened Dan's, like, little Sac de Magique. And, uh, Sac yeah. de Magique? Is that, and, is, that, uh, is that what they called your uh, ball bag, James, at your dinner party? <laughs> Sac de Magique. <laughs> when I was, when, so so uh, what, I guess why that popped into my mind, right, is, uh, this is a shit anecdote that you're probably going to be bored. When I was about 18, we, we used to um, used to do a lot of smoke, smoking weed, a lot. And my mates lived in a caravan. It was a holiday park, actually, but they got like a long-term let on it. And we used to, it backed onto the, the South Downs, the fields, and we used to put this rucksack on that we'd like put a CD player in and... and little speakers and we called it Le Sac de Magique and we went for walks across the South Downs absolutely mm. battered and it was like who's going to carry Le Sac de Magique and uh, it was just uh, <laughs> one of them stupid things anyway do you know what I think I what would do like you think? if it's going to be called pop culture and this is this this idea of punk punk energy and mixtapes and record collections and Polaroids of the silly special moments together. That's straight from the website. I want it to smell a little bit dirtier. At the minute on me, it smells quite clean. And all my memories of those mixtape vinyl records days from university, there's something else in there that's a bit more. Either you haven't washed for two days because you slept overnight at a friend's on the sofa or you put smoking weed or someone in the house is smoking weed 
or, you know, there was just, there was fag ash because everyone smoked in houses at that point. You know, there was just a little bit more. And for me, on my skin, this just smells quite clean. And like I said, it's a Christmas scent. It's a very happy Christmas scent. I totally get the Christmas but thing I from want, it. 100%. I want, if it's going to be pop culture and that sort of music-loving, gig-going thing, I want a bit of filth in there. I want a leather jacket in there. I want some fag ends in there. I just want a bit more... Yeah. Sticky floors. Sticky, sticky floors. Sticky floors. And... I want a sticky fucking floor. Yeah. I want a fag put out in my drink. Yes. Uh, I feel mean in, in, in what I said because perfumery is really yeah. hard. I think that's <laughs> yeah. the crux of yeah. what is really hard, right? And I don't want to discourage anybody from doing their own thing or having an idea going, I'm going to make a perfume called Pop Culture and I want it to smell of these things. Um, but it's all about the execution of that, right? And um, it, like I say, it's just not quite there for me. I don't know how to improve it. I'm a horrible critic because I, I'm not going to offer any solutions, <laughs> right? That's because I don't the know luxury myself. of being if a I critic, knew, isn't it? I'd be making them... Well, I'd be making amazing perfume myself yeah. if I knew. Um, but I know kind of like I uh, yeah the, there's certain things that would make me buy them and even support them um and th- this just doesn't uh, and you know I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm sorry well look I, I I would be super curious to know sorry Dan um just to sure. jump in before we sort of wrap it up but I would be super curious to know if the perfumer is aware of a band called Classio Tone for the Painfully Alone because the artwork is savagely like that guy's artwork uh, mm. from his old first two albums and that's on vinyl and it would be only available on vinyl and I just wonder if with all that whole vinyl chatter if she knows that hmm. lot because it looks like the front cover of a Cassio Tone for the Painfully Alone album anyway uh, yeah hmm okay I think it's a perfectly okay perfume um, and I think uh, uh, you know I'm as always, I applaud uh, anyone with the fucking, you know, the fortitude to send a set of samples to us. Um, not because we're assholes or anything, although, you know, I am, but, uh, you know, but just because, you know, inevitably... I think inevitably, if you pick the four of us, at least one of us is going to fucking be uh, a bit negative about just about any given perfume because we all have very different tastes. And I think it, you know, by sending something to us, you are by almost by definition courting some element of negative uh, feedback. And and I think fair fucks, especially as it's a kind of one perfume brand. So, uh, kudos on that. Um, I think. You know, bit of a mixed bag in terms of uh, feedback. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I, I desperately require it in my life. Um, Fliss, don't think you seem that keen. Um, James, you seemed somewhere in between Fliss and me. It's very, um, it's very pre- pleasant and very clean, what? but it's just not my bag. N- nothing would make me happier if she made another perfume 
and sent it to us, and it was amazing, mm. right? I would nothing would make me happier. It doesn't like it, it, it's you know doesn't fill me with joy to uh, you know shit on someone's like dreams <laughs> or say mean things about the perfect. I don't think I'm no. mean, but I think like and I want to be supportive. I want like I want people to do perfumery and I want them to learn themselves and do better. But I've, I've got to be honest about what I think is is great perfumery and. Uh, that's that's just what I've got to got to be, um, and even if they're like, no, fuck you, I, people like this, I like it, and I'm going to keep going in that direction. Well, this is what it's all mm. about, isn't it? Um, different people's tastes and stuff, but uh, by the same rule, I, I would always want to be evolving and trying to be better at whatever you're doing. Um, I mean, you know, you get frustrated with stuff. I got frustrated with making perfume to the point where I haven't even touched it. I can't even remember half the aroma chemicals and stuff, you know, um, that I used to talk about. I'm like, ooh, what was that even called? So um, I need to get back into it. And I, I'm determined that I will um, make something good. Um, but it's about time served. You can't just, you can't mess about at it. You've got to do it hardcore and you've got to be into it and maybe even have some god-given talent as well you know um some je ne sais quoi that you can't you know put your finger on um i don't know i don't know Mm. hmm but she ain't got it cut that bit out (laughs) no cool all right all right well uh i mean bit of a curate's egg uh there in terms of the feedback um but uh all all uh all very exciting and enjoyable. Uh, why don't we move on to another one? Uh, ben, why don't you pick where we go next? Okay, um, yeah, because if we feel like, you know, James, maybe we were a bit down on this, to give it, like, no higher praise for me, I would say I liked this considerably more than I liked Jubilation 40 by Anne Oh, yes. oh. <laughs> So, uh, you know, that that's, that's fairly wow. high praise, I guess. Sorry, hang on. You liked pop culture more yes. than you liked Jubilation 40 by Amorage. Mm. Jubilation 40 by Amorage was, to me, a, 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 an incredible disappointment. Um, but it may be because I had certain hopes for it that it didn't fulfil, which yeah. instantly kind of sets you off down the wrong track. Like, I was really hoping that they would, like, thicken up and, and rich like enrich that uh the, the the current and the berry side of it and i thought it didn't really do that they still felt watery and shallow um they were quite present but not in the way that i wanted them to be and that that set me off down the wrong path i think straight away um because i was instantly sort of like damn this is not what i was hoping this is not what i would have it's not what I would have done if I, you know, if I was Amorage, I wouldn't have done this. <laughs> As if they give a shit what I think. Uh, but you know what I mean. It's just, it, it wasn't the part well, they, of the they, route. Well, they was. didn't call you before they... No, and they, 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 they perhaps they should have. No, like, they, they, to me, it, was, it just went down a route that I perhaps wasn't expecting or wasn't hoping. Um, and so I didn't really like it very much. Um, very much at all, in fact. I wore it once and I will regret that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Fucking hell! But that... thanks for sending it, Dan, because I know it's expensive. Um, uh, well, it didn't cost me anything. They uh, sent it to oh, me. That makes uh, me feel slightly better. Um, um, but, uh, I kind yeah. of agree with Ben. What? Oh, wow. I found... Okay. I was so disappointed by it. Uh, 
I wrote slightly disappointing. It's lovely, but it's so close. And the the longevity was minimal. And mm. I just felt that, why would I spend extra money on this when I could just wear the straight jubilation and have a better experience? I mm. genuinely didn't find this was a an improved experience to the jubilation and and so therefore I was just like I don't I don't get why this has been done. Ah yeah. hides eyes, runs away. Yeah. No, I don't I don't necessarily think that's unfair, actually. Um mm. you know yeah. Uh I mean I've 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 got some views. Um, yeah. go, go, go. You know what's terrible, and this is gonna. This is the, I haven't smelt it in ages, but I preferred. I was thinking when when this was out, I, like, I was like, actually, I was thinking in my head, like, I prefer the original anyway. I prefer mm. the original. And then suddenly I realized, I was like, I haven't got the original. Hang on a minute. And I just realized the one that I have is your mate Dave Wrench, Alexandria Gold Rush. <laughs> it's wow. like the clone, and that's better than this, I thought. So oh, there you go, Dave. <laughs> Hello, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, 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 Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, well, uh, I I have some opinions, but I'd love to hear James's first. Um, what did you make of it, James? Because you've got the twenty-five, and and you can do a, an actual comparison of the two. I think that fifty uh, percent of us are right. Um, <laughs> Uh, and uh, Fliss and Ben are I wrong. thought it was am- <laughs> I thought it was amazing right. um, I'll be honest um, and I have the original OG plastic top bottle uh, Jubilation 25 is it as good as that for whole experience of wearing no uh, is it worth like what is it 400 quid a bottle or something maybe not however when you first spray it in comparison to the original one uh you get a much more uh and when i say camphorous i don't mean in the sense of um camphor that you would consider in a a perfume right so when you get like really high quality like elemy or frankincense or whatever it has this almost mentholated like minty um camphorous quality to it right and i get much more of that in the top of this whether it's just because it's fresher <laughs> than my bottle or whatever i don't know but i just got this like the the raw materials in it feel so much more present but as as with this weird effect that happens with all of these higher concentration perfumes they don't last as long right so it's really it goes on your skin like greasy and it's really strong and present to begin with and then it dies a bit of a death right so the 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 EDT is definitely more diffuse and um, carries the 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 vibe. It's much more like everything sort of, for want of a better term, sort of blends into each other mm. better, uh, and you get the full sort of rounded experience. Where this is more of like, pow, I'm hitting you with like this like element of it, and then the next phase is like a little bit more of this element, and it's all the same stuff that's in that original perfume. Um, kind of turned up to 11 in a sense because I, I get all, almost everything, but it kind of, it feels a bit more disjointed. So you've just said 50% and again, of us are wrong, but yeah. then you've kind of agreed with us. Mm, no. 
Well, well, Ben hated it, and kind you, of. you were like, nah. Well, I said, I said, why would you yeah. wear this when you could have the the Jubilation Twenty Five experience? And you've just talked about the Jubilation Twenty Five experience as being pretty cool and a little bit better. Yeah, but are you going to have that offer, James? Yeah. You're going to fucking li- have that exactly a little bit better. Well, I think what I did was give you know a, a, a quite a thoughtful answer. Um, and, <laughs> like we did. You know, I'm not suggesting. I'm, well, but, well, um, but no, um, I'm not. No, I'm not suggesting that you didn't. No, and yet, round, in a roundabout way, we did pretty much say yeah. the same thing. However, I'm much more on board with it in terms of like, I think it's a really good perfume, and I can't, I can't be down on it because it basically smells like jubilation, right? And it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Um, you can't not be I down actually on think- me because it could have been worse that is like the worst reason for liking something i've ever heard could have been worse well uh, no but also it's kind of that thing of like building something up and hyping it and putting it on a pedestal and then it not living Mm. up to that there's there's not a lot worse than that is there really and I think uh, the issue of expectations is is critical, really, because um, uh, you know the the challenge with uh, Jubilation Forty is I think it, it suffered from a burden of over expectation, um, and it's like um, it's like uh, it's like <laughs> Emma Raducanu. <laughs> fucking, uh, you know, but Emma Raducanu fucking absolutely smashed it in the uh, U.S. Open or whatever it was, uh, and then as basically just the exp- the weight of expectations has meant that you know she's she's constantly underperformed. Um, actually, that's not a great analogy, but you know what I'm getting at. Um, and I, I I think it's a really good perfume, but I think it's it's uh, it, it has suffered from uh, over expectation. I think people assume at forty percent it's going to be like nuclear and it's going to be the original one, but like just amped up. Um, and it's not because it's 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 sort of a bit remixedy. It 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 sort of takes things in a slightly different direction. Um, it, it's a bit more emphasis on on the, the the fruitiness for me, and then quite a lot of vanilla. Um, and I I like it. I like it a lot as a perfume. I think it's great. Um, it does not last terribly long on me. Uh, the original did not. This does not. It doesn't really fix that problem. Um, and so, you know, for £400, it's a tall fucking order. Um, but as a perfume, I've very much enjoyed it. I should probably so, clarify that. Um, like, uh, I don't dislike it as a per- Like, the perfume is fine. Like, I like Jubilee is, is a nice perfume. It's, it's fine. But I, I think, like we said, it, it was more my expectations and this didn't go the route that I hoped it would. But, like, generally speaking, like, as a perfume, yeah, it's fine. It, it, I, I don't mind it at all. Um, wouldn't say I love it, but I, I don't mind it. It's not my favourite amouage, but yeah, it's it's good. Another thing about the the raw materials, just while I'm smelling it on my arm now, right? People go on about the patchouli in the original. I don't think the patchouli is particularly earthy in the original one. It's quite earthy in this, right? I can smell patchouli more in this than I can in the original one. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. It's very strong. Yeah. In this one. Okay. For me. Okay. Well, um, so a bit of a mixed bag again then for uh Amouage 
uh, Jubilation 40. Shall we talk... Jubilation. Yeah, what were the other two? So one was uh, Avastan. Should we talk about Avastan? So Avastan is a perfume that was created by a chap called Brandon Truax. Um, he is, or was, a very interesting character. He uh, was a bit of a sort of eccentric uh, chemist uh, who created... Um, a number of ranges of sort of skincare stuff, including the uh, the ordinary, which are amazing. I use them all the time. Okay, so uh, the ordinary, very well priced, very scientifically based, um, you know, uh, skincare stuff. Um, Brandon Truax, uh, I believe, uh, became sort of increasingly sort of eccentric and uh, uh, towards the end of his life. Um, and he died um, falling from a window, a hotel balcony, I believe, aged 40. Um, unclear uh, uh, what the cause was. Uh, prob- I know his name. Why do I know his name? Brandon Truax. I don't know. Like- I mean, it's a pop star sounding name, that one, isn't it? Brandon Truax. It but, is, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, uh, he apparently created one and only one perfume. Um, so uh, Avastan is the name of the perfume, and it is uh, released under um, the Decium uh, brand. So Decium was one of his skincare brands. Um, and apparently the only place you can buy Avastan is from a small boutique in london they don't do online sales they have no other shops that's Mm it one place one perfume that's all and uh unsurprisingly it's become a bit of a sort of cult uh uh sort of thing did you start the cult because in the past week or two since you sent me that i've noticed that there's been quite a few reviews from there being no reviews to be in quite a few on fragrance and I'm like, is Dan? Is Dan? Did a to, no. I, yeah, a few people had. I'd seen a few people review it, and actually, Tom, uh, the sentiest, um, uh, sold me his bottle. So I didn't even go in the fucking store. I just bought it. It's like 30, 35 quid or something. I mean, it's not an expensive perfume by any means. And it comes. 38 quid. Okay. I know that. Okay. 30. Sure, because I was going to look by it, but carry on. Okay. Well, it comes in this very sort of pleasant, uh, very minimalistic, sort of matte uh, sort of uh, bottle with what appears to be a screw top, but is in fact not. Um, so super minimalist stuff, and uh, it just comes in like a little corrugated cardboard tube. I mean, it is the epitome of hipster chic. Um, uh, this this sort of minimalist uh, perfume, and, and but that's I- the whole thing with all of the brand, isn't it? It's like we're going to spend all your money, all the money that you you pay us, we're going to put into the um, the the science or the whatever we're putting into the product we're not going to spend your money on marketing we're not going to spend your money on posh bottles or posh anything i mean that's the way that the skin can the skincare brand works it's just like you're going to get what you pay for but everything you pay for is in the bottle and so that's kind of that whole kind of corrugated cardboard chic thing it's just like yeah totally get that yep yeah. uh but did you like the perfume I fucking loved it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and it so, really surprised me that I did. 
because it felt so modern to me and I'm, you know, I don't normally hold with modern. Um, and I first sprayed it on and I was like, this is all a bit thrown together, generic aroma chemicals. It's very pink peppery. It's a lot of woody base. It's a bit scratchy. And I was just a bit like, mm, not sure. But as I wore it during the day, I kept getting this kind of this whiff. It's a bit molecule one-ish in that way. And I kept thinking, oh my God, who smells so nice? It's me. I will say by the end of the day, I was a bit bored by it. But for the, in terms of like a very clean, easygoing office scent, I would totally wear it to work and be happy with it. And I enjoyed it. I was surprised how much I did. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. And I just hmm. couldn't really help myself. Uh, okay. I mean, did it remind you of any perfume in particular? For me, not really. Like I said, it felt quite the the texture of it felt quite gazer showinish in terms of its oh really diffusive. Well, that diffusive molecule stuff. You know, it didn't. I didn't feel like it necessarily a fully rounded perfume. It felt like I was wearing a number of aroma chemicals that happened to be nice at the same time, as opposed to a fully rounded perfume. But that's that's maybe what I mean when I say modern that kind of feeling of it, molecule one or it, molecule and. It felt like a molecule and perfume for me. Okay. I mean, for me, it just felt like an incense and pepper sort of holocaust. It's like, a, <laughs> like just a sort of, just a, 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 just a, a relenting, unrelenting pepper, incense, cold, sterile, hipsterish hipster church it's 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 what hipster churches smell of um and i sort of hate it but also quite like it i don't know it's a it's an interesting perfume for sure mm. um i certainly don't love it but i might hate it but you don't like pepper so much do you and i do like a bit of pepper so maybe I, that's the difference i don't mind pepper I, I, I sort of I, I seem to have been uh, uh, you know easing up my position on pepper somewhat recently, but um, but this is this just feels I don't know. Can I say one dimensional after everything yeah, I just no, said? Totally. But but I because I, I think it it, it it feels one dimensional. It, it just yeah. feels like here is the thing. Hey, this is a fucking pepper incense thing. And we're going that way. Um, We're we're fucking just going to keep going that way. Like, come back in seven hours. Yeah, we're still going that way. Come. Totally agree with you, and I and I wouldn't disagree with that at all. I felt it was very one dimensional and very linear. Hmm. I didn't mind the fact that I didn't. I think it reminded me of Molecule One in the way that it kind of came and went for for me during the day. And I, like I said, by the end of the day, I was a bit bored. Hmm. But when Hmm. it came. I caught a little waft of myself. I was like, oh. Wafty. Little wafty. Wafty, wafty nice. I kind, so, of, so so I kind of loved it for that reason. I think if I actually owned a bottle, I wouldn't get through very much of it. Mm. But I very much enjoyed it. Okay. It. So I'd like to know James's thoughts because I can more or less guess Ben's, but uh, or at least I think I think I can. But James, what did you make of it? Um... I, yeah, I completely understand. It doesn't evolve very much, and it does just do pretty relentlessly the same thing. However, what's clever about it is it's like 
and maybe similarly to those kind of products of that sort of no-nonsense thing. But, you know, like when they go on The Apprentice or something and they go to, like, a, they have to make a fragrance or something. It has happened before. Or they have to make some kind of scented product. And they always go, oh, it's supposed to be for a man. Let's put black pepper oil in it, right? And that's what they usually get advised to do. And this, to me, is like that overdose of that kind of black pepper in the opening. However... It's not just that, because you smell like the mildly, slightly sweeter pink pepper. It goes to almost like mace and nutmeg slightly as well. Um, so I actually think that this pepper accord is not just let's stick in some black pepper, um, which black pepper oil is lovely, mm. by the way, but um, it's it's more, there's slightly more to it than that, but it's not complex, mm. right? It's just like, it feels like modular, exactly like, I, I get the uh, Geza Schoen sort of um, comparison because his are very linear. They do the same thing relentlessly throughout, but they are have strange levels of almost... It's almost like a... It's almost like a trick, right? It's almost like... It's like tricking your head. It's like some Darren Brown shit, right? It basically, like, it doesn't just... It does the same thing relentlessly over and over, but it almost makes you kind of change or something. I, I get like a sort of freshness of LME because I've written some notes mm. here, right? So, um, which is m- m- sort of more characteristic than, and I've said church incense. So again, pepper and church, we've mentioned all these things. Um, I think some of the things that threw me slightly was, and it was Ben had mentioned them on our WhatsApp group. So we have a WhatsApp group. So I said, Ben mentioned some spoilers on the Leso's WhatsApp group about a chlorinated spunky note mm-hmm. accord. Um, which while I didn't want to let that influence me, I don't think it has. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't influenced me, not that the fragrance doesn't smell a bit spunky, because it does. Um, so, <laughs> These are your uh, notes. Yeah, and it has I love slight... the fact that your notes <laughs> yeah. are, are so kind of elliptically written. You're basically chatting to yourself. <laughs> Offering yourself clarifications on what you just said. I love that. This is oh, for somebody okay. else. I mean, I'm saying it's a note, but this will be a review one day. Um, but I do, I do talk to myself like that. It's perfectly normal. So um, no, and it has this slightly like wrong quality to it. Um, and I've, I've actually put some stuff in here about you, Dan. So oh, do you want to hear that? Yeah, go on. Um, it's like one of like one of these edgy brands trying to be edgy, um, but it doesn't. It does. It probably isn't because it's come from Dan. <laughs> and I just have in my head that it's one of these nouveau looks, punched up Harrods oh, affairs. God. Even if it's actually from the pound oh, shop, wow. so it's kind of in between because it was sort of I feel like seen. It, it, it isn't that because <laughs> it, it's not no. that though, is it? Because you've explained what the brand is, and I'm like that. That explains a lot. So in actual fact, what they've done is really on mm. on brand. This this guy, um, and I think because it's an incense, uh, crudely an incense perfume, you expect masses of like resin materials. Doesn't smell like that at all either. So for a for a, um, a, a an incense perfume to not have the usual tropes of, uh, you know, uh, labdanum or, or the, you know, those incense base, that's really quite clever and interesting. Like I say, look, it seems like more of an accord uh, constructed with uh, molecules and aromachemicals, which have an incense-type properties. Therefore, it's quite unique. Then another thing Ben alluded to uh, was that it was clay-like. And although I can't quite get to that, maybe it has that, like, biscuit-fired clay. I'm only saying that shit because that mm. pottery program's on at the moment. I don't really know. <laughs> um, 
and it's slightly strange. I'm going to cry like that guy I, in a minute. I don't you know, know the guy what you mean. The, the judge who always that. cries. No. Oh, you don't watch The Throwdown? Uh, oh. Does anyone else no. watch The Throwdown? Bake Off, but for but Potter. It's like the Bake Off, but the guy who always goes, oh, it's so beautiful what it's you've really made. Cute. And he, like, it's, cries. It's very cute. It is cute. Sounds fucking... Yeah. He's clearly so it's passionate. It's not your thing, Dan. It's nah. not your yeah, thing. I'm with Dan. <laughs> that sounds tragic. Excellent. Anyway, that was it. So I, 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 what I, what I associate with Clay is that kind of slip, you know, that sort of gritty, like earthy, fresh clay, but like kind of a bit wet, if you like. Whereas this is uh, drier than yeah, that. Yeah, for me, um, the, the, that clay but, thing, it feels like the clay is of is a living and of the earth. Whereas I think that this smell is absolutely super hipster aroma chemical there's no naturalism here at all and there's it's not pretending yeah. to be natural so everything that you get is no. kind of yeah is it, it is aroma chemically and normally i complain about that when i can smell it in a perfume because that it's taking away from a natural feel but this is just there's mm-hmm. unapologetically just there's no naturalism here it's just some cool chemicals that smell cool on you yeah, it d- b- crudely reminded me of a couple of pepper perfumes. So there's one, a discontinued Barmain mm. one, uh, which was a men's one, possibly called Bar. Um, no, Bar. Uh, it's Barmain Carboni. Oh, yeah. I think it was called. Does anyone uh, remember that? Yes, I can picture it. I don't yeah. think I've ever actually tried it. I can picture it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, which must mean it's one that I spent some time sort of looking up when I was going through my vintage phase. It's called Carboni de Balmain. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, did you like it, James? I'm not sure whether you liked it. I did. I did like it. I, I, I'm not sure that I'd go crazy about it and be like, oh, yeah, it's it's amazing. 38 quid? Would you buy um, it? 38 quid, I would be yeah. all over it. Yeah, for 38 quid. If it wasn't so hard to get. Well, I think they you'd are. You'd have to go um, to London, yeah. darling, and uh, we know that you Oh, here we go it. again. I knew you'd say uh, this. I, th- I think they are thinking about, like, how to sort of. Put uh, it on their website? Ca- I mean, Capitalise basic... on it. Yeah. Yeah, it would. But then um, it wouldn't be exclusive, and I think half the love of it would be because it's so exclusive. I think the moment this was widely available, it would it, it loses its value. Yeah. Because you could just go and get all the, any one of the molecules that exist, and I don't know if it's doing anything it's, different. I mean, it's it's a different perfume, it's a different smell, but I think the the quality of what it's doing, the texture of what it's doing the coolness of you as a person wearing it is all that same thing it's it's not mm. doing anything new in that respect it's part of yeah. the brand isn't it that whole that whole vibe yeah. of like yeah you've got to come to yeah. us to get it but i think like um it's a bit like it's really annoying um and i know this is not a watch podcast but there's the swatch did a a, a, a like collab thing with uh, Omega. I've got one of them. And I've, they got made... the, I've got the blue one, the white and blue one. Um, Uranus. Oh, nice. Is that like Uranus? Yeah. Of course you <laughs> nice. have, darling. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're crap, if that's what you were going to say. What, Uranus? 
Uh, are they crap? Yeah, it's a big, yeah, it's really plasticky just piece of shit. It does. I know it's a plastic you, watch, it's but it it, it looks shape. like it looks a cool, you know. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I like the Pluto one because it was purple, right? But all I, the point I'm making is that you can only buy those in the swatch shop in London. Um, you can't buy them anywhere else. You can buy them on eBay, obviously, um, but they they only have them. And I'm like, can't you just like? Are they not got them in the Liverpool? you know, swatch shop or the one down the road or what? No, only in the London one. And you've got to queue up on the day when we have them in stock and come and buy it. Or you they, can buy them on eBay, but like people a charge a hundred quid a more scarcity, for them. didn't they? Do you know like, what I mean? They did it on purpose. Yeah. Like, so everybody who sells them on eBay sell, like shows you the receipt. Oh, look, I paid 200 quid for mine, but the minimum price is like 300 quid. <laughs> so you're like, shit. Got to pay an extra hundred quid just because I like, you, don't yeah, want to go to London. But then if you factored in your train ticket to London or whatever, it's like, oh, fuck on, I'll just do that. Well, exactly, and that's to the point where I nearly bought one. But and if you know Ben's saying this shit, then maybe I, won't. I know it's a swatch, right? But I don't care. I just I like the collectability mm. of it. Pluto isn't and I even liked, a viable you know. planet anymore, darling. I wouldn't worry. Yeah, I know it isn't. No, it isn't. Wait, is this an um, astronomy fucking podcast? But the moon man. is also <laughs> included. <laughs> There's a moon. There's a moon one as well. So, you know, are we doing tennis, point, astronomy, or swatches this week? What's our podcast about? Look, um, dance like better than sister fingering. It's a step up. <laughs> <laughs> or Peggy not cobbing. Yeah, yeah, we must keep coming. Yeah, back we definitely need you to bring us back to that place. Um, okay, Ben, what did what? Fuck me, Ben, what did you think of Avastan? Ben, not heard about your sex yeah. life for a while. I, I, I fucking on? loved it. I immediately <laughs> went on eBay to see if I could get a bottle, and and then like and got annoyed at the fact that it's full of Del Boy arseholes. Going, it's exclusive to London, therefore you have to pay me sixty pounds for it, which really angered me um, because I love it. I think it's brilliant, and I think. I don't think you're selling it short by saying it's like a bit, but it, I think it's really fucking good, man. Like there's like that lemmy, which is really nice. And it's all that black pepper, which is really nice. Mm. But underneath it all, there's this like, actually Dan surprised me that you would like it um, or even tolerate it because I thought it had this like minerally kind of slate, kind of stone kind of thing to it, which I think was where I got the, the clay the thing. Clay, yeah. I can see the clay with that kind of mineral slate kind of thing. Um, and I love it. Yeah. I, it's brilliant. And I think it's a masterstroke. To, and, and I think you guys kind of mentioned it and sort of hinted at it earlier, but I think it's a masterstroke to do a perfume like this and not just smother it in woods yeah. and just go, do you know what? I'm just going to leave it as it is, bare as fuck, with no like kind of like strong woods to kind of support it and the base. There's none of that. It's just like, like you say, like one track, this is it, here we go. And I love it for that. I I think it's great. I thought it was brilliant. I, I immediately wanted to buy it. Um I think it's fantastic. I love everything about it. I love the bottle. I love everything. I thought it was brilliant. Wow. Fucking hell. The shop even looks fucking fantastic. If I could live in the shop, I would. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Maybe that's just because I'm a poncy hipster, but there you go. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. That's, uh, so so it, it, it did remind me, and I think, Ben, you said this in the WhatsApp group, but it reminded me of that Nez uh, perfume, yeah. which I really did not Ooh, like. No. The Adorum. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, an overload Adorum of black pepper so on the start. It's so much creamier and softer and it's got that chocolatey feel to it. The Adorum is so much more complex and it, it, it's got... Uh, but they both travels. live and die off the black pepper that you get at the start. Like, you know, that black, big black pepper when you spray it. I like, would say both that the Odorum for me is all about the chocolate and the incense and the dry down. 
We're going to have to agree to disagree on this because we're not, <laughs> not going to have a chat about it. But um, I love them both. There's a similarity okay. in the in the top spray, but they adore them as something else on the dry down. Right, okay, so the next one is Aqualis Triptych. Um, Aqualis is a brand uh, owned by a chap called... Uh, 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 I think you pronounce it Stain. Um, he's a South African guy, um, and uh, Stain uh, works actually in Harrods on the sixth floor, um, and... Um, he has his own brand, Aqualis. Um, I've had a few uh, Aqualis perfumes, including Kruger, which is uh, a really fucking great ambery sort of thing. Um, this is his latest uh, effort uh, called Triptych. It's very oody. Uh, I was mm. sent the bottle to, for review, and I thought you guys may find it interesting. Um, James, you first. Well, immediately I made the link to uh, Fall yep. Into Stars um, because I, I found it an overload of amber again, a massive amber accord that was hugely like twinkly, had loads of stuff going on. And then that dank sort of um, what I perceive as a fruity tide mm. coming through. Um, but it's it's got that kind of barnyardy sort of mm. quality, but it's what they call a fruity tayu because I I know mm. from buying loads of oud oils and that's what they call it. Fine, um, and yeah, that's what I got from it. And I was like, wow, this is like it. It, it didn't wow me in the same way as Falling mm. to Stars, but I totally appreciated the reasonably similar makeup. And then it became more rosy towards the end, um, and different facets of that perfume was sort of coming out and it, it didn't give me the joy and the amazing sort of like wow experience of that but i then said to dan well and he was like yeah i get the fallen mm. stars as well sorry to yeah, um, no spoilers you know, no, uh, spoilers for your review but um we know uh that we both kind of really enjoyed that quality of it and you said well it's a hell of a lot cheaper um, and I would say, if you want a serviceable a, a glimpse of the spirit of that with real oud, because the, the real oud just pings out of it straight away. Oud, for sure. Mm. Yeah. The bottom um, is glorious. And then you could do far worse than getting it. Have you seen? Yeah, it's cool. The bottle is so That's fucking cool. cool, it actually hurts. Um, I mean, it's it's mental. Um but uh, yeah, I, I think that's a, a pretty well spot on uh, uh, review. Um, I mean, it's basically uh, so it's by Chris Morris, um, you know, aka Zerjoff in-house guy, um, and uh, he's obviously done fucking millions of perfumes. Um, I, to me, this is Chris Morris does fall into stars, right? But with clearly with really fucking high grade materials, real oud, uh, an incredible bottle, and it's two hundred ninety pounds, I think, for a hundred mil uh, versus Fall Into Stars, which I still love. And Fall Into Stars remains my fucking, you know, in my top ten. And you know, this would be a, a very good fucking alternate. But Fall Into Stars is now about a thousand pounds for a fucking bottle. So it's like, what the fuck, man? This is like, you could buy three of these fucking amazing sort of, I don't even know how you describe it, sort of ice cream cone looking kind of, uh, 
It's like you've nicked that off uh, Cruella de Vil's fucking... Mantelpiece. Make-up yeah, on makeup table, table. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it, it, it's honestly... I think it's brilliant. Um, it And it it's more... So, for me, this is much more skanky than Falling Stars. Like, people always go, oh, Falling Stars is really poopy and stuff. It's like, nah. Uh, Falling Stars is just clean, sort of amber. This has got, like, that fucking barnyardy sort of oody heft to it that falling stars does not uh mm. although people tell me it does maybe it's i don't know maybe it's just the way i perceive it um so uh but i thought a really fucking good perfume is how i'd describe it i i'm really pleased it exists <laughs> i found it um Oud isn't my thing. I mean, it's just, no. it's just not. Um, I found this so poopy on yep. the initial spray uh, to the extent that um, I just changed uh, a nappy and I couldn't work out. <laughs> having, sprayed, having sprayed some on my wrist, I couldn't work out if I'd washed my hands well enough, if it was the bin was still open or if... I mean, it... And it, it and, that's a great comparison. But, 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 there, but it kind of is, because actually when you've got your own child's poo, and my child's poo, because it's my child, I don't find it disgusting. It's just a very rich, multi-smell. Do you know what I mean when I say that? It's, it's, there's, yeah, it's there, sort you know, of, you know what, uh, weirdly, you know what weirdly, it I do. It, it's, it's not it, like someone else's the same shit that makes you want to heave. It's just it, an acknowledgement of a yeah. very physical, bodily thing that has a family smell okay. to it. In in, in the I'm same doing. sort of way, you would not pick up another dog's dog shit, only your yeah. own dog's. Only your right? own dog's. As disgusting as yeah. it is, it's mine. Yeah, exactly. And But once yeah. that had burned off, that, that kind of, that very... It's mine, and I'm going to eat it, <laughs> whether, whatever you say. I, I'm, I, I'm um, going <laughs> to rub it on me, where, you know, as much as I like. Uh, <laughs> So Fliss had the poo on one wrist and the, the aqualis on the one, other. But once that oud had kind of relaxed a bit, I found that the the rosiness came through. It was super clean and very linear, actually, on me. And I kind of made a, a link to that feeling of the oud satin mood we talked about oh, recently. Really? Yeah. And I felt that it was wearing me. That said, I will and I will echo what I said about the oud set and mood as well. I think it's a lovely smell on someone else or on a piece of my clothing the next day, and that's mm. I'm, 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 and this is just a, it's very much a style thing. I liked it once I'd washed it off. I just feel that this particular style of perfumery is just not my style, but I enjoyed it, and I could recognise the quality of it if that makes sense. Yep. Okay, it does. Ben? Mm, it was all right, um, and I see what all you guys are saying, and I, I liked it, but I also felt like this heavily reminds me of one of those, like, Ardells of Fran ouds that you get off eBay for twelve ninety nine. Um And I've even got a couple that really? I would put up against it and say <laughs> this is either as good, similar, or better. Um, I, I hate to say it because it's mm. just... I don't know. I, I the bottle looks brilliant. I like the balsamic kind of dry down that I think possibly like an Ardell's front would struggle to reach those heights. Um, but that kind of like oody opening, I, I've smelled it like a billion times and like from like 
disappointing eBay purchases when I buy, I, you know, when you, you get that kind of like hankering to just buy some cheap, like Middle East, like 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 UAE, um, like Ardal Safran or something off eBay for like a tenner, and they've all got they 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 all smell something like this, like a kind of like very balsamic oud, um, and I, I didn't really think that it offered me enough over those, um, really. Um, that that was it, really. It was good, but um, you know. When you say about prices and that stuff, like I mean, melt my heart was like a thousand. This is like three hundred ninety. You say you get three of those for that. You could knock yourself out on eBay and buy like a fucking crate load of uh, a couple of Ardells of France, and it would probably get you pretty close. I've got, I've got one in fact that I, I think sits pretty close. I'll have to do a decant and send it to you and see what you think. But I, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, strange. Uh, I mean, I, I. The, so where I sort of um, slightly disagree with that, and it's not, uh, you know, it's not to take anything away from your uh, view of it, but for me, this this definitely has a very real uh, yeah, sort of so oud in it. And and whenever I've tried those, they, yeah, whenever I've tried those like Ardell Zafran type things, they have that synthetic Montel yes, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. oud accord in, which is just, uh, yeah, it's repulsive. Whereas this is kind of and, nasty, and, it, and, and this a, definitely a as it dries down, way. it has a, some like what those other ones would never reach because of their synthetic like elements. It's like mm. this has a lovely like warm like smokiness to like the the, the 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 balsamic element to it. Like, and you know that that's like the oud, like the remnants mm. of the oud, like giving it that kind of like slight dark smoky element. That that it, you know, it's not smoke and it's not. It's not a smoke note or anything, but it's just that element of like almost like um, like embers. Do you know what I mean? Like like that, that you just know a synthetic food is never going to be able to uh, uh, approximate. Whereas mm. this, so this is obviously better in that sense. Um, but I just thought like as a as a scent profile, it, it it wasn't doing anything for me that those perfumes can't. If you know what I mean. Um, to talk about differences, I mean obviously this yeah, was fair and. A, a better perfume with clearly better ingredients but it's again it comes down to like like maybe i'm not i'm not super into this kind of sort of scent and so for me i'm like yeah it's nice but you know what i'd rather just spend 12 quid and just enjoy it for like half hour and rather than like something like this like 400 quid and no yeah fair enough fair enough it's the tropiness of the rose, though. When it when it dries down to rose, it's kind of um, less interesting than the fall into stars, which kind of maintains its like sparkliness and like wow, loads of different things, kind of all the way through. Uh, whereas this has sort of distinct phases, um, and I actually think that that real oud hits you straight away, and you go. And I know this has got real lead in it, right? There's there's no comparison, um, but I find it quite short lived. Mm. I mean, it it settles down and sort of retreats into the background. Yes, it probably gives like a, a richness, like like Ben was saying. But I think that cheesy sort of skanky stink that you get at the beginning kind of goes fairly quickly, um, and a similar story to Falling Stars, to be honest. Mm. Um, as far as the oud yeah. note is concerned, 
um, I, which I do get uh, from from the Fallen Stars as well. So, like I say, there was immediate sort of uh, comparison there straight away, and that says a lot for this perfume because I think Fallen Stars is like an unbelievable I, good. I, I agree like, entirely. Perfume. Yeah. Um, and like I say, for it to even be mildly similar, even be mildly similar, it's like you're doing something right here, mate. Even if you've smelled his perfume and like basically nicked it, um, which I don't think has happened in no. this instance, because like I say, it does go more um, more rosy. So it's clearly actually quite you know different um, in terms of the um, uh, the actual formula, but like. Uh, it's still really good. I mean, I, yeah, I can't, I, I can't say anything bad about it. It's, it's a really okay. good perfume. Okay. Well, look, we've got one last one, and I'm determined to get through this in a couple of minutes because I would need to go to fucking bed. Um, yay! The la- the la- yay, bed. Uh, the last one is by a uh, brand called Nishama, um, and it's a perfume called Ninth Wave. Um, and, um, I'll give you my view. I think it's very, very lovely. Um, uh, I think it's a pretty straightforward, uh, slightly mentholated, um, almost minty sort of, uh, sandalwood. Um, I, I think, you know, it's, it's probably, uh, some sort of camphorous type, uh, note giving it that minty quality. Um, but uh, it, it feels quite bright and energetic, and then that sort of dries down, and you're just left with this rather lovely, slightly. Uh, my criticism would be it's a, a bit too genteel, but uh, uh, nonetheless, a sort of fairly uh, pleasant sandalwood. Um, am I wrong, Ben? Am I wrong? I loved it. I thought it was really, really good, actually. Um, and I, I tell you what, I really liked about it was that um, everything you just said, uh, but I quite like the genteel aspect of it and it, it reminded me of like a, a mature gentleman's fragrance like a penhaligon should be but it's like this is what penhaligon aspires to be mm. if you know what i mean like it's just, it was really good i really liked it it was so much more complex but so i mean the penhaligon's link is not in sense in the of the way it smells it's almost like the branding and stuff such mm. like that do you know what i mean like it felt like that sort of perfume of like a, a gentleman's mature gentleman's fragrance a gentleman's uh, cologne yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really good. Uh, and, mm. I, and I really liked it. I, I thought it was great. I thought there was like all these like kind of like this dirty elements in there in the background that, that I thought like were quite interesting. Like they, it wasn't super clean and fresh. Do you know what I mean? Like, like even though there were, it was quite big elements of that, especially when you first spray it, mm. it's quite, you know, citrusy and fresh and bright. But there were like there were well there was like some grunge to it as well. Um, I, I liked it. I, I, I thought it was really good. Um, and actually, I, the more I smelt it, the more I liked it, the more I was surprised that I liked it because mm. normally I don't think it would be the sort of thing that I would go for. But every time I sniffed it, I was like, oh, I like this. This is really good. Um, yeah, I was really impressed with it. I, 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 yeah, really liked it. Okay, cool. Uh, James? Yeah, uh, I'm just smelling it now. Um, well, no, I've, I did wear it the other day, um, as I mentioned in my my list, and I kind of at the time got a sort of lemony bergamot over like kind of mossy woody base, um, and I don't usually like to be that um, vague with my description, but that's kind of how I felt about it. Now, 
that I'm smelling it now, I get uh, some uh, geranium, which might account for the minty-ness to it. Um, And do you know what? I actually think it's pretty interesting, but I remember it drying down, and I've spoken about this a couple of times, that it reminded me a little bit of Agar Abien, uh, Abien or whatever, which is, uh, and also that Joe Malone Uden Bergamot that I was talking about as well. So it's that uh, sort of synthetic oud uh, accord um, with this kind of dry, like cedary, sort of woody, mossy kind of thing with like a bit of like citrus top. Um, I'm not madly enamoured about it. I like... I like that I can smell this kind of geranium now, um, but I don't hate it. I think it's good, um, but I'm not, not crazy about it. it. All right. No. Fliss? No. Yeah, very similar. I do get that camphorous thing at the top. That's slightly minty, and now James has said geranium. I can kind of smell that slightly rosiness to it. Quite a fresh start. I felt that on me it didn't really go anywhere for very long, and it went quite quickly, and... Just, I'm going to be awful and just say I've just found it a little bit forgettable. But like, that's okay. nice. And then I probably wouldn't remember it. And mm. it's just, it's just not necessarily my thing. It didn't okay. move me enough to remember it or to to make those neurons make a connection. Um, but yeah, it, it's nice enough. But nice enough. Damned nice with enough. fame praise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's just, uh, just again maybe just not my thing. Not my okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Oh. So 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 let's let's uh, I mean I, I I thought it's it's very nice and, and and I think um again the perfumer is a chap called Simon Shah. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's how you pronounce it. Um and uh Shea? Share. I don't know. I'll probably get into trouble for mangling his name. Um, but uh, as far as I can tell, Simon has only produced three perfumes, all for his own brand, uh, Nishama. So um, my guess is Simon is a uh, probably self-taught uh, perfumer also, um, you know, uh, you know, an indie perfumer. And, and, and I think this one, to me, feels a bit more polished than most traditional indie perfumers. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so I, I think it's quite an impressive uh, thing, and and uh, he seems to have. I don't know have, whether you've seen the bottle. I'll try and get my fingerprints off it, but I think he's done a very nice job with the presentation. It's very sort of uh, minimal. Um, very reminiscent yeah. of like vintage stuff yeah yes not dissimilar to that vibe we were talking yeah. about before with the yeah and, and actually it's the same yeah. style cap as the sheldrake one it's just different color <laughs> yeah, um but i i you know i, I think it's um, pretty good i think he's done and he's created a nice brand there and and i th- well he's won an art and olfaction yeah. award in uh, last year for uh, a perfume called souls yeah on Fire. um and i tried that one and it was very good um, but I, I don't know. There was something about the the sandalwood one that I sort of I don't know. I, I've always liked a sort of nice, clean sandalwood. You know, um, it, it, it sort of reminds me of. Um, it's funny you should say Penhaligons actually. Uh, what's that other brand that make like the shower gels and stuff? Um, uh, Molten Brown. 
No, like that. Um, uh, base and Harding. No. Lossetane? No. Oh, I'll remember. They, they, it's like a sort of Bond Streety type uh, name, and they've got a sandalwood. Floris? Closer. It's not Floris. I fuck, I can't bloody remember right now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a nice sandalwood. I like a nice sandalwood. Makes me smell, you know, clean like I've been for a haircut and, you know, had a shave and a bit of aftershave. And, you know, I, it's a nice perfume. I think it smells very elegant. It's not a beast. <clears throat> it's not kind of... Um, super complex and it's it's not trying to be something you know zany off the wall or anything too too sort of difficult it, it to me is a guy trying to put together a traditional well executed uh sort of brand in his own kind of with his own sort of personality on it which i i rather like that i think it's sort of charming um, anyway, right, so let's just recap the perfumes very quickly. Um, pick your favourite and your least favourite. Um, ben, favourite. Avastan was my favourite, and um, Jubilation 40 was probably my least favourite, yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, James? Uh, it's got to be the uh, triptych as your least and my least. Oh, favorite most favourite was triptych. Is, yeah, yeah, and my least favourite is the diffractive studio. Okay, sorry, Fliss. Um, my favourite is Avastan, uh, and my least favourite is probably between the ninth wave and the olfactive. Unfortunately, diffractive. Diffractive, sorry. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. Uh, I mean, my least favourite is the Avastan. Um, <laughs> there's something just fucking annoying about it. And <laughs> I'm I'm probably going to say also the Triptych is my favourite. I think it's mm. just... It's 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 a big, booming perfume. It is it's a, a big, booming thing. <laughs> a big, booming thing. Uh, right. Um, it's been uh, uh, a hoot to be back in the saddle. Uh, hopefully next time we only do a full 14 rather than a full 792. Um, <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Uh, you, you love it. Love really, it yeah. You love it. yeah, good. Right, well, I have loved it. It's been absolutely superb, but now I must go to bed. So, uh, yeah, thank you. As ever, we've been Les Odrants. We'll be back in two weeks with a brand new episode. Until then, keep smelling shit or whatever. Okay, bye! <laughs> bye! Bye! <laughs> bye. <laughs>